podcast about that time you already know turn the speakers up man it's time to stop the show john tanner ryan righteous dj jeremiah we bringing the heat man it's drunk be fire like bruh we in the field we in the field bruh we in the field we in the field just put it in work we raising the bar Hey, yo, what's cracking? It's your man, LaCrae, a.k.a. Crazy Crayola, the bond servant. Right now, you listening to the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, and Jeremiah. I see you, boy. Hold it down. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another week, fellas. Yes, yes. For all things Track Stars, make sure you go to trackstarswithaz.com. Follow us on Instagram, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, download the app, check out the merch. Make sure you get your merch, all right? Y'all look who we found. MC Nice in the building. The Don Dada. What up, MC? Uh, yeah, what's going on with y'all brothers? That's you good, need a man. lot of AKA names. You need to like also known as, better known as, formerly <laughs> really known as. You need you need those names associated when you when you get introduced. The next interview you do needs to be like two minutes of an intro before you even get to say what up. That's that's sway <laughs> them sway intros. Yeah. Well, you know what? I tell you what, MC. When I look at your clubhouse profile, I'm reading for like a good two minutes on your bio. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know because. That's like the uh, bio into who I am real quick. Yeah. Somebody wants to, you know, because, you know, Clubhouse, once you get on Clubhouse, it's a free fall. You know what I mean? (laughs) And uh, you got to hope that you can get it, get your words in before everybody else do. So, you know, you check out my profile, you see that, you know, I go in. Yeah. So, man, let us know what what is going on with 2020. How's it going so far? Yeah. So God's House of Hip Hop 2020 Summerfest, man, it's starting to trickle along i was a little worried at first because you know um the unique thing about stadiums is that they can cancel your date or mm-hmm. reschedule your date and so um earth wind and fire and santana are performing at the same stadium and they just canceled them you mm-hmm. understand based on uh ticket performance you know what i mean so i don't know if it's ticket performance but they rescheduled so that's the you know thing they rescheduled that um, and so with us is we didn't have participation from uh, the culture as far as the artists are concerned, you know, and um, a lot of artists was coming into this thinking that we already a built in base. And I'm like, yo, this is a festival for us. So um, um, the fe- so the festival for us is we don't have a core audience yet. You know, Palo- mm-hmm. a lot of Palooza has a core. EDC mm-hmm. has a core. Coachella has a core. We're from, we're, this is the first time this festival's going down. We don't have a core audience. So at the end of the day, we, you know, we have to give a little more so that we can build the core. You know, I'm talking about people that strictly want to come see Christian hip hop, Latin Christian hip hop and gospel hip hop. So, you know, um, it was it was it was that we were faced with. OK, OK. All right. So, um, I mean, I, this is this is the biggest thing on our ticket this year. So we're 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 excited. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm trying to get people to really understand the magnitude of what this is. I, um, I, I was watching um, Stephen Malcolm and uh, Mike Mack, you know, talk about it this morning. And uh, Stephen mentioned why L.A. And I was just like, at the end of the day, our objective is to help build the ecosystem for the culture so that our artists, our, 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 our uh, superstars can thrive 
and not have to go into the secular side of things to be mm-hmm. appreciated. We should appreciate them here. You know what I mean? This is, is our Coachella when you look at the lineup. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm wondering like, what is it that um, is hard to get across? I think people are so motivated by um, numbers and success and all that, and it's really hard to get people to realize something's a big deal until they see it. And by then it's going to be too late. So it's like, how do you get people to realize like you're missing it now? You know what I mean? Well, the thing about it is uh, Mike Mack this morning made he, he made real uh, sense when he said that at the end of the day, um, it's about reconditioning the consumer. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. the consumer is conditioned to CHH artists three weeks out, promote, you know what I mean? And then, you know, hope for a great turnout. Right. So at the end of the day, we're doing he's saying that they're you know with the with the holy smoke uh um festival they're trying to do you know 600 five 600 tickets with god's house of hip-hop 2020 summer fest we're trying to do five to seven thousand tickets mm, so that causes yeah. a lot more promotion that causes um uh that five to seven thousand tickets for a festival that has never been done so you have to kind of build the audience so we're going to need a lot more promotions a little more marketing from uh, artist than we normally would have. Okay. Uh, uh, MC Nice, I have a question, man. Um, mm-hmm. And you kind of talked about the artist earlier. How do you get for you as the as the um, person who started this and everything, how do you get the artist to trust you in this situation so that they could be like, tell their fans to trust this situation? Like, how do you, what do you do? Because what you said earlier about how the, the some of the artists was like, you feel like wasn't on board at first, but now they're coming along. Like, how do you, how do you say, listen, trust me, guys, this is a legit event. You don't have nothing to worry about. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you tell them that the, for the um, artist that you said was kind of shaky at first yeah, on the see, trust factor? Well, well, here's the thing. When you think about what we've, what we've done for the artists, so a lot of artists have 90% of the artists has never been uh, treated in this, in this fashion. You know what I mean? Like we've come, we didn't argue about what your uh, uh, asking price was. We, we we countered with the real value of in this market space. And we paid everybody. We're taking care of all the hotels. We're taking care of all the flights. We're taking care of all the transportation. Where in the culture has that been done outside of for your mainstream artists of Lecrae, uh, Minio, and you know, uh, those types, Derek Minus, you know, and Bizzle. So at the end of the day, where in the culture has that been done? We've come in and we put we put it on the line in the mm-hmm. sense of saying you guys are important to the culture. No matter who you are, you're important to the culture and we're treating you as such. It's just that their mindset is, okay, this is this is like another concert, but it's really not another concert. This is going to help change the whole landscape of Christian hip hop in the music sphere of, of, of you know, amongst the secular because we have to operate amongst them in order to be successful in the same time. Sure, when you deliver the ministry, you're gonna be successful. You save somebody, you're gonna be successful. But if you're trying to project and get in those spaces to where uh, Christian hip hop can really be beneficial for um, the culture, this is what you have to do. And we have to buy in as a culture and fans. I'm always saying like, at the end of the day, certain artists have different pockets of fans. We have to unite the fans. You see what I'm saying? If yeah. we don't unite the fans, then we don't have no fans, no festival. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go look, you can look at all of them. No fans, no festival. Our fans 
is going to help with with drive the festival. I know um uh Dilly always preached independent, you know, with his situation. We independent too. I'm not signed to no major label. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just happen to have a few more dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? But at the end of the day, this is all independent. Christian hip hop is all independent with the exception of a few artists that was able to get on um some major labels. Shout out to Shepherd. Space Jam oh, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I just screenshotted the the credits. It was crazy. I'm excited man. about that, you know. And he's performing with us. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. he's going, he's going hard. This is a dude signed to a major label going in, and he doesn't have a prime position in the festival, but he's going in, and he appreciates that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He yeah. He, yeah. he understands the magnitude of what this is and how this can uh, transform. I wonder. I, 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 I wonder if some people have lost some faith in CHH, and I wonder if if um we've lost some of our star power too, because I, I I believe in like two the 2010s, it was like crazy hot. Like everybody uh-huh. that put out an album was like major attention around it, a lot of press around it, everything. It feels like either it's our fault or something happened where we're not getting as much buzz generated with each individual project that comes out. The you fame. You got to understand the fame of it. You know, when 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 yeah. when it wasn't really being recognized, you know, it was like, okay, you're doing it for the love of the culture. But the minute it started recognized, being recognized and finances started getting injected into it, now people want the bag, people want that 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 notoriety, they want that they want that fame and fame it could be the death of everybody. At the end of the day, if you're doing God's work and you really true about what you do, then Set you know when when you when you when you give into that is when you become successful. I'm living proof. I came from the secular side. I had great successes over there, but when I got into Christian hip hop, five number one records on the Billboard charts, a number one gospel album. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Number one stage. Like God came in was like, yeah, you represent me. I'm rep- I'm 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 going to reward that. And I believe that each you know if the if the culture understands that from an artistic perspective that they're going to be rewarded if they stay diligent in doing God's word work. And just real quick, mm-hmm. uh, make sure you tell people what's mm-hmm. on your wall. They may think it's decoration. Oh, so <laughs> here, Stellar Award for number one radio station. Here, Tupac, double platinum. But over here, I got the triple platinum. Uh, Crash, the movie. Um, I was on that. That went, ten, we did like 10 million units there, but it won the Oscar. Nas, uh, platinum. I got the another plaque. Um, the number one album right here for uh, 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 number one album in gospel. So I had the number one gospel album on the Billboard charts. And then this one with Fred Hammond, I got three more plaques that I'm going to put up that you'll see um, where uh, PT, the gospel spitter went number one in South Africa on iTunes. And, uh, and I happen to be a mm. part of that record. So, you know, wow. I'm in this for real, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, and I could retire and just be cool about it. But God got me in this like, yo, Let's let's go and help our people, you know, uh, step in front of the man and step step in front of the main screen. Think about the simple fact that Shepardson Space Jam. But then you think about one day and WNBA and uh, Lecrae and uh, Joey Vontez with Christian Dior. Like these things are are important because Main Street, what, what they call it, uh, uh, Wall Street, not Wall Street, but Madison Avenue in New York, where the marketing goes yeah, down. Yeah. That means Madison Avenue is paying attention to Christian hip hop. Labels are paying attention to Christian hip hop. Why do you think they signing people? They just giving them cheap dollars. You know, like, you know, uh, so let's say a Christian hip hop uh, artist come to a label and they offer them $50,000 signing bonus. They're going to sign that, right? Mm, but at yeah. the end of the day, when Little Pump or Cardi B came in, they offered them $25 million. 
You see what I'm saying? A hundred million, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, eight, eight million to Little Pump, 25 to Cardi, you know what I'm saying? And then and then they, they let it be that at that, that. But our music is at the forefront. Our music is on Christian, it's on uh, commercials, TVs, movies, gaming. You know, we're being sought out. It's just now we're not comp being compensated like we're being sought out. And so this is, with the festival, this is going to help magnify that because now you're going to see some of the people behind this music. That's now I have a question of mm-hmm. uh, tonight's. What do you what do you think? What what do you okay? So if okay, I'm actually a twofold question. Okay. If us as the culture like get behind this 100, percent what's the outcome? What's the outcome from from after this after this event for CHH? And what will happen if the culture don't get behind this? So what's the outcome it, for that. So two a few things that can happen. One. The culture don't get behind it. This, the festival can be rescheduled. When it's rescheduled, mm. that means, hey, we like it. Uh, this is the fe- stadium. We like it, but we have to push it back so that we can get more fans in. You see what I mean? Gotcha. Uh, because obviously there's, there's, it's attractive because people are buying in. They haven't canceled it, right? They haven't rescheduled yeah. it. So people are buying in. The thing is we need to get more involvement, whether it's streaming or in person. So mm-hmm. that's the one for now. The the our goal is to pull out two to three thousand people, even though it's a twenty thousand stadium. We want to bring in three to five thousand people, just so that it's respectable in this first year. And then the second year, we're going to expand that, you know, because this is going to be an annual festival. It's not a one-off. You see what I'm saying? It's not a one-off situation. It's a every year we want to create a, a, a situation where the artists can come in, you know, and 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 eat for real, yeah. for real. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so. We start off with uh, where the where the where the festival is located. It's called uh, Echo, not Echo Park. It's um, uh, where the, the Coliseum is, right next to. So you have the big stadium, and then right next to it is a gigantic stadium, which is the Olympic Stadium, right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Rolling Loud comes there every year. They get the stadium, then they get the uh, the parking lots. So we want to turn this into a faith based hip hop Coachella. You know what I mean? In the city, you know, and. Uh, and that's the ultimate goal from year one to year 10 and make this festival every year. We've already picked up South Africa. So in 2023, uh, we're taking 50 artists from the Christian hip hop side of things. And we're going to do Summerfest in South Africa, mm-hmm. as well as L.A. in 2023. And uh, we're in negotiations with Mexico City, you know, um, uh, as wow. far as well. So this is wow. it's not just you know, uh, um, a, a one off. This is a real big deal. And um the more people we get involved as far as the promotions and the marketing and, and the belief, you know, buying in, the better the look is going to be when they write about this festival, you know, in the secular side of things. We've already got, you know, major magazines and major stuff coming out because they want to see what the Christian hip hop um, and Latin Christian hip hop and gospel hip hop is all about. Unfortunately, yeah. I think I know yeah. how to fix this. Um, Christians are so enamored with, uh, non-christian celebrities paying christians attention that what would get this to pop even for the artists to get excited is if you grab some of your celebrity friends that aren't necessarily in the space to say yo i'm excited about what christian hip-hop is doing then all of a sudden christians start being like oh so-and-so's excited now i'm excited you know i don't know what it is about I don't know what it is about that that gets Christians so excited when non-Christians pay attention to us, but Mm -hmm. that works. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. I was talking to uh, Jennifer Hudson um, day before yesterday. I was uh, hanging out with uh, her and Marlon Wayans, right? 
And so I was telling him, he was like, <laughs> Wait, hold on. You dropped something. What happened? You dropped something. You just, you name dropping like, yeah, I just with Jennifer and Marlon. Oh, oh, man. You dropped something. You just I didn't mean it like that, though. I didn't mean it like that, but I was sharing the gospel, the good news, right? So about the mm-hmm. uh, festival and, 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 you know, and she's got her big movie, Respect, coming out. Very good movie, by the way. And um, and so, you know, it was just like, even she was like, "This is something that's needed," you know what I mean? Mm. And, uh, and so, and uh, and and I, I think it was one of the Vandellas or one of them was uh, also talking to them. It was like, "Yo, baby, I'm coming out." I, you know, what I'm saying I, I <laughs> want to see this. Even yeah. Curtis Blow canceled uh, uh, an event that he was supposed to be at the day of the because of this festival because he wants to be there. He wants yeah. to be the witness, you know, to. You know, to this. So it's a lot of people that actually want to be witnesses. But I think you're right, Shantana, when yeah. you say, if I went and got like my celebrity homies to be like, yo, we in the house. Yeah. Oh, you know, and then people be like, all oh, of a yeah, sudden, oh. people in line. Yeah. 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 I, I already know that's yeah. true. I already know there's people like that, that if the audience knew was excited or involved in this, yeah. they would be like, oh, snap for real? I hate that yeah. it takes that. But I think if you did a whole mm-hmm. campaign of just faces yeah, that true. people recognize being like, yo, this is a big deal. I didn't think of that. That's smart. It, 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 would, it, would, and, it would blow We up. might have to recruit and you. Every, <laughs> every artist is going to... And what you're going to see happen, MC, is every artist is going to go to your Instagram. They're going to start gonna Save that video. Yeah. yeah, they're going to save that video, put their flyer right in front of it, <laughs> or right behind it, as the artist is like Jennifer Hudson, Marlon Wayans, is like, and then it's him. Like, yeah, yeah come yeah. out and see me. Well, yeah. I, mean, I, so, I, mean, up, I put up the picture of me and Jay and Jennifer Hudson just like a couple of days ago, and people been blowing me up like, yo. Get her on yo, camera, I man. I didn't know this was that third. And I was like, get her on at camera. At the end of the day. Yo. yo. Oh, go ahead. On, your, on my playlist the other day, your, uh, your music video with Stacey Dash popped up. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> don't claim her anymore. <laughs> hey, look, man. Yeah, know. even the pictures. <laughs> hey, shout out to Stacey. I appreciate you giving me the co-sign. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Nah, that's, that's, that's funny, that's bro. Look. That's a good look. That's crazy. Yeah, man, I, I was about to ask you so, but I, I I totally forgot. But yeah, go ahead, Sean. No, I'm just I'm just saying like I, I'm just processing how people like what gets people excited, and I, I just remember the journey. Of watching Christian hip hop, anytime uh, somebody jumps up on like you know so and so is interested, or or there was rumors that Kendrick was gonna be on a Lecrae project, and people get so excited. But then what's interesting is then when guys like you or like Gemstones or like uh, Malice come over to the space, people ignore the crap out of them. <laughs> like don't give a crap about them anymore. Yeah, that's it, true. I don't know yeah. what it is, man. That's look. Crazy. I come over. I don't. We. I don't been a part of like twenty million records maybe or 20 not so right and so you know i understand this i understand the space of marketing i understand i'm looking why i'm here right because i understand how to navigate and move and when you try to get at i was giving it away for free like here's the knowledge of how to take that and people still want to go do their own thing you know what I'm saying? Not us. So, uh, <laughs> you know saying? Not so, us. We pin and right? pad when you talk. We pin and pad when you talk. Yeah. And so, you know, when I, I sit there and I watch this and I'm just like, okay, Lord, do you really want me to do this? Like, for real, like none of these cats are listening. None of these, you know, I've, I've done what you want me to do. And God was just like, I believe he's going to weed them out. Mm. You know what I mean? I think he's mm-hmm. going to weed so that we can thrive. And, um, and, and, and I'm patient and diligent, you know, uh, uh, about that. 
You know, mm. you know what's so good about the the lineup on this? It feels like you got the next generation of CHH. So when this things pop off, everybody gonna be remember this first one and be like, "Yo, I gotta come back to that because I was a yeah. part of the first one, and this was dope." You know what I'm saying? Like, like honestly, and I, I mean, you got some veterans on here too, but you got a lot of new and buzzing people right now. And that, I don't know, if that's your smart business thing, or you was like, I don't know. But at the same time, it was just one of those things. Was like that. Every, everything we did with the fest is calculated, right? So think about it. We're in LA. LA is a Latin market. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you don't understand, if, if you've never been to LA, you don't understand that. We're at a soccer stadium, MLS, a major league soccer stadium, where the, the previous year's Vela, um, were what uh, was the MVP of the MLS. So mm. we know this space. And I was with the first Latin rap group in the history of rap music that busted a billboard charts called The Lighter Shade of Brown. I'm just giving y'all some background. So mm -hmm. I've been in this game for a little minute. So I understand the space as that concerned. So the objective was to do, I guess Summerfest is almost like a high-end uh, showcase, if you mm -hmm. want to say, luxury, luxury showcase because Artists are only performing, um, you know, 20, you know, 20 and 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? 15 and 20 minutes and some are doing five and seven. Like we wanted to give you a taste of all the various genres of, of Christian hip hop. That's why we chose Latin Christian hip hop gospel, because we wanted to unite the fans. We fight for the same God, I would believe. Yeah. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? We fight for mm -hmm. Jesus. So at the yeah. end of the day. You know, let's, it's it's about presenting to people different various of men, music ministry. And, and you know I, I don't mean? think I don't think the audience realizes that they are a part of the showcase. We're showcasing right. the whole space to people. So yeah, if you're yeah. not right. there, then it's like, oh, well, then people don't really care about this. Yeah, but you're then, part then of I'm the like, show. If it, if it doesn't happen the way it's supposed to happen, I'm gonna get labeled the Firefest. I'm gonna get a, why y'all doing in the uh, in L. A. versus ATL? Why you you know I'm gonna get all of these things. When in all actuality, all you had to do was support. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you, yeah. I'm, I'm like one of them people that if you didn't vote, you ain't got, you can't say nothing. You can't complain. You can't do nothing. Yeah. So my thing is, if you didn't participate and buy a ticket, a streaming ticket, which is twenty dollars plus a little fee, you know, per day, or we just we introduced a fifty nine dollar ticket, you know, um, per day for the festival. You getting seventy artists for a hundred dollars. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where they do that at? Plus, you know, you're getting Chris Chicago, Willie Moore Jr., Curtis Blow, and seven other DJs. Where do you, plus, and my man G, DJ Jeremiah is going to be in the building. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where do you get, where do you get that for $100? Coachella costs you $800 to start out, $600 to start out. That's general admission. Our VIP mm. is $300. Bucks. You know what I'm wow. saying? $350. So at wow. the end of the day, it's like you can complain to us, but this is yours. This is mm, ours. Yeah. Why wouldn't we want that? Why wouldn't we want that 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 luxury on it? You know what I mean? We yeah. we can get caught up in going to these twenty dollars situations, but at the end of the day, the artists are not really eating off twenty dollars. Yeah. And you in LA, the stadium is not giving it to us for free. The production team is not giving it to us for free. None of the artists are giving it to us for free. So at the end of the day, who's paying for that? You see what I mean? And yeah. so. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's just um, the thoughts on that. That that just that you just know, takes us back mm -hmm. to yeah. That just takes us back to you know the people who've been grinding in the space for a while. Th this is the dream, right? The dream was to get to a place where we got the world's attention, we have influence, 
We have the ability to, you know, get into rooms that we couldn't get into before. And this is the showcase. That's why I keep saying this is not just an artist showcase. This is this is a everybody showcase. Yeah. This is is yeah. this thing real yeah. or not? Yeah. And if it yeah. ain't real, then we're gonna find out. Yeah. And yeah, truth well, be told, it's gonna be, is the, is, oh, go ahead, Ryan. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I was just gonna say I, I know my thought. You can go ahead and get yours out. Okay. Now I was gonna say, truth be told, you know, sixty out of probably seventy five of these artists have never been treated so well. This is full, I'm just being real. Just being real. This is truth time. This is truth time. Because you've you've done the you've done the unthinkable. I mean, okay, so when artists consider a show, they consider what? Getting paid. They consider the cost of getting out there. They consider where they're gonna stay. You took it all out. You took it all off the table. So artists getting treated like this is really unheard of in our space for all 75 of the artists. Yeah, and to I be and I and, that I, way. and the thing about it is I didn't tell nobody, I'm gonna just keep it real. Some of these festivals you gotta pay to get on their stage. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. big ones that you see, some of them artists paid five and ten thousand. You can go look it up on the internet where they're complaining about how they didn't get their money's worth, you know, paying to get on certain festivals with ours we paid everybody even the people that you think shouldn't be there you know what i mean yeah. are getting paid even the people that won competition uh through through you guys our guys are getting paid so at the end of the day it's a matter of i didn't come in and ask nobody for nothing i came in and said here let's go make this happen let's really elevate the culture and this is how we're going to do it it costs a lot of money to put this on and 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 if it doesn't happen who loses I do. Shiny does. My business partner. We lose. And it ain't no five and tens. K. You know what I'm saying? It's hundred. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, if, if you hear the passion, it's because I'm really passionate about the culture. I'm really passionate about Christian hip hop and the artists not being treated like they should be. You know, only a, a select few are being treated that way. But at the end of the day, is the doors being kicked open for the others. I'm kicking the doors open for the others and I'm not charging for it. I'm saying here. But you yeah. know what, you know what's so funny, MC Nights? We I think um a viral clip went this week of T Pain and talking about everybody sound the same and da, da, da. And when you go back and you you when you're talking to the celebrity friends that you have, a lot of these people want something different in our space, man. Like in the culture in general, like it's it's dying for something different. You get what I'm saying? And I think we we are the we're the answer. To the problems that they've been crying about and it's sad that we have people on this event that we could of uh, everybody in our community get behind it it's sad that people still like well i gotta see and wait to see how this goes like no like this is yeah, the no, time I see, now I see the, I see the chatter <laughs> i went i see the chatter from different people is this really gonna happen Who's going? Like, why are you asking who's going? You should have been like, yo, I'm going to be there. You need to be there. You need to be there. If I'm not there, you need to stream. You need yeah. to stream because this is for us. You know what I mean? I'm not going to, you know, if I make a few dollars off of it, I mean, I put up all the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the end of the day, you know, that's a business decision. But guess what? I'm not making a few dollars off of people and, and people not eating. Mm, Everybody's yeah. eating. So at the end of the day, what this is going to do is help elevate it to the next year. So the next year, the bags will be bigger. Why? Because we'll be mm -hmm. infused with more money, you yeah. know, to make this thing happen. So, um, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a real interesting thing where even some of the artists was like, yo, I normally get paid to promote. I'm like, you want me to pay you to promote you? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you want me to? I'm, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm curious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You want me to pay you to promote you to your fans that you're going to be? You know what I mean? And so, yeah. <laughs> can I shout out Loso? Because Loso been doing it crazy. Like, I, I, I follow Loso on on, on Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff. And of course, Loso is in, in between two worlds because the battle world and then the Christian hip hop world. But he like goes hard. Like, I'm going to be in L.A. I'm going this. You're going to have this. like in his fans. Some of his fans are like, oh, these people. But I go if you going to do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. Listen, I mean, that's real. That's Loso, point, yeah. Loso is, 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 is that guy. Uh, and the saga. I'm sorry. The, the saga, saga as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I can break a little news. It's going to be a big, big battle rap competition on the 16th in Los Angeles. Mm. Ah. And it's going to be heavyweights of Christian hip hop involved. That uh, that announcement is coming probably in the next two weeks and it's going to shock a lot of people. And the only way you'll be able to get in is you have to have a Summerfest ticket. You know what I mean? So stay tuned for that announcement. And I'm telling you, that's going to be one for the ages. Hey man, okay, I mean so, we got people in the comments saying like, "Yo, uh, so I wonder if Kanye would have put some on this, even going through his stuff." Like somebody's asking if. Yeah, well, uh, listen, um, Kanye's not out of the question. It's just at the end of the day, mm. Kanye's fees is out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? so um, but. I didn't want to turn this into the Kanye West Fest. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I'm really about the culture. I don't know if people understand that. This is not the yeah. Kanye West Fest. This is not the, well, you know, I like Toby too. It's not the Toby Fest. At the end of the day, how do we shine the light on the culture if we take that light away by adding one artist that we know is going to pull in 15,000 people? Oh, yeah, that stadium would be sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but at like... the end of the day, the bottom line it is. Overshadows the people you're trying to. Yeah. Bring. Right. You know what I'm exactly. saying? I'm like, I'm really here for the culture and trying to highlight the culture. Yeah. And, 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 but, you know, if that's got to be a Hail Mary, then, you know, we, we will have to discuss mm-hmm. that in the next yeah. few mm-hmm. weeks if we can't get the artists to buy in, if we can't get the culture to buy in, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we got pretty much the who's who of the culture with the exception of, you know, the heavyweights who already have gigs, you know what I'm saying? The Lecrae's, the Minio's, the social clubs, you know what I mean? But that at the end of the day, we might bring in one of them. You never know. We got, we talking to quite a few people, you know, that that, that could be a surprise on the ticket and you'd be like, mm. yo, they pulled that off. Yeah, it's mm. just that, you know, the budget becomes exponential when you when you're talking to them. I'm glad yeah. you brought this up. I didn't know we were allowed to talk about that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, I was like, like going to ask you. I don't think people knew that. Like, that's huge news that you like these conversations have already happened. Yeah, yeah, like, oh yeah, they're like, happening. Uh, this was a choice that Kanye yeah. is not there. It's not like you couldn't get him. Yeah, no, yeah, we can get anybody. It's just that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, I'm, just, I'm just keeping it 100. But the problem yeah. is now people will then complain about the ticket. Because yeah, you pull in the Kanye, that ticket yeah. go to 300. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, unless you already got yours, though, right? Yeah. Right, unless you got yours. Yeah, right. <laughs> unless you got yours. You know, you pull yeah. in a chance to rapper, that ticket goes to 300. <laughs> You, better you see get, what I'm saying? And this is a so, warning. Like, these, this is yeah, what we're talking about right now. We've mm-hmm. known about for a long time. So right, if yeah, you haven't is, gotten your ticket yet, like, mm-hmm. get it now. Because 
This is that's, Bitcoin that's in the 2010s. Because we've been talking to nice, like, nice, you might have to pull that card. You might have to go yeah, pull that card. Yeah, might have to, but then, and then, then I'm going to get yelled at, yelled, yelled at for, oh, man, it wouldn't have been nothing without Kanye. Well, okay. You know, what the, you know what would be a big surprise? You know what would be a big surprise is if I got there the day of and I found out that person, a big person was coming. Because yeah. yeah, I already probably, I already bought in. Uh-huh. Oh, you're talking about for the consumer. Yeah, and then I got twenty five. Now I got twenty five, uh, twenty four hours to get my ticket and get to L.A. If I really want to be there, if I'm not right. already on, on the on a flight yeah. on my way there. So to me, it's almost like you know. And then here's the surprise: surprise, you missed out. <laughs> we'll see you next year. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because you kind of told me probably be exi- even higher because right because you in bigger names. Because you kind of told me that you know after the submissions closed. You were getting bombarded with emails and phone calls. Was like, I just I'm heard, what's bombarded. up? I got people yeah. hit me up, be like, "Yo, when somebody dropped, can you put me in?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yo, there's a waiting list of 125 artists." You know what I'm saying? Okay. So okay. it's no, it's no way I'm gonna supersede <laughs> the waiting list. You know of of these artists that did they did they due diligence and they you know petitioned and they just didn't make the first you know make the cut. So yeah. if if anybody gets uh, anybody drops, then we move. We had a few people drop, and but we had new people moved in. We just added the truth, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We added group, okay. You know what I mean? And then we added okay. a Cali dude, Jay Cash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's, who's, who's popping out here? If you're not familiar with Jay Cash, get familiar. Dude is dope, he, but he's straight West Coast. You know what I'm saying? And um, and so at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. If people are dropping, we got people to replace people. Now we need people that can sell tickets. Like, so some of these artists are thinking CHH and thinking that, okay, three weeks out, I'm a move. But, you know, we're at the verge where we having to let some people go because there's no participation. And it's like, mm-hmm. why, why have you on the ticket if you're not even going to promote it? We paying mm-hmm. for everything. We've given you mm-hmm. money. Yeah. What, and you're not going to, all we asking you is to tell your fans, yours, that you're coming and that you're performing to please support me in that, and we, you know, if we having a hard time, you know, uh, getting that. I'm and telling so, you, nice. Like the stuff you're saying now, that's the sauce. Like people, we've known about the the whole Kanye possibility situation for a long time, uh-huh. and I'm like, dude, if people knew that, that that's the level we're playing on. Like I, don't, I think people always think. Like for, for for the last three weeks, I've been trying to tell everybody that Jeremiah is working on a a, a movie. And the yeah. movie set was live. It was it was legit. And Ryan, I thought he believed me. He didn't believe me until he saw the pictures. And he was like, right. "Oh, this this was real. You you understand? I didn't know that. I was oh, like, Ryan. I did not undersell it. People just don't right. believe until they see it. Man, it's crazy. And and, and when they start hearing these names and, and if Ryan, they, if unrighteous. You, if you do if you do this hey. commercial with all the celebrities talking about it, that's when they're like, "Oh, this is real. I thought you was just saying it. Like, no, dude, I was I'm telling you." Every I was there for it. every FMG video shoot, so I thought it was on that. <laughs> no, you playing it. No, bro. <laughs> you playing it. Yeah, right, I, I just thought know. I just thought this was a team effort again. Ryan, in the comments like that sucker does. Ryan scheduled his vacation so he could miss it because he thought it wasn't a big deal. <laughs> yeah, so my thing is I, now I'm starting to because people are going, well, who's in nice? Like if you haven't really did the research on me to yeah. really understand, you know, who I am, like I'm very relevant. You know what I'm saying? To this day. And so I start dropping. That's why you've seen the J-Hub picture drop. Um, I dropped a picture with me and Shirley Caesar. I'm going to be working on her new album. 
you know, Pastor Shirley Caesar. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, just hooked up with Hezekiah Walker. We can ready to do a project together. So at the end of the day, like I'm very relevant in this space, but I want us to be relevant, not just right. me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. a team dude. And so, you know, um, that's why you see me get on certain features. I get on features with people who get number one records. It's not by happenstance that, oh, I just happen to be a, a number one dude. It's just that those people are willing to put in the work to get to that point. PT the Gospel Spitter is a prime example. Dude been number one on the Christian hip hop charts and the gospel internet uh, charts for 16 weeks. Mm. Number one in South Africa for 16 weeks, all because he listened. Mm. Wow. You see what I'm saying? So when it comes to this festival, listen, we have to build our core. And the core is you, the people, you, the Christian, we, the Christian, you know what I'm saying? We, the believers. There it is. We, the believers, we are the, we are the core. So at the end of the day, that's what it's about. If we get involved and we elevate ours, then we can control ours and ours can get paid. Mm, that's good we're man. gonna do our part mc yeah man oh yeah you guys always yeah. go in you know it's yeah. just I, I appreciate this this time to really talk to the you know talk mm -hmm. to our people like yo yeah this is for us for yeah. us by us <clears throat> Ooh, boo. Yeah. well thank and you I, I, for agreeing yeah. to do this interview with us every month leading up to the festival too because we yeah. did this last month you and i now this month we got the fellas back so next yeah, we, month we, i know you'll be now. ready to drop you'll oh, be ready to drop some be more big announcements you know what i mean so okay. And hopefully it's the right one. I think what you said about, um, even though if you said you need to about Ye is that like, even you think about it, like if, even if he sells that out, right? Some people will try to figure out, yo, what time he come on? And then they come, yeah, he come on and versus yeah. trying to see the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing you would deal with, dealing with those type of situations versus you have yeah, somebody from the, would be, he yeah. would be he would be one of those dudes that would come on first just because and yeah. and the people buying the tickets won't be the core audience it'll be yeah. Kanye fans exactly it'll, it'll push yeah, all of like, us you're out reaching, you're yeah. reaching but at the same time these same people are not coming back to the festival we yeah. need we need that core that's going to come every year no matter who's on the stage because it is christian hip-hop right it's reflective of you know people people want to know man. what 2020 summer fest is it's not the year people it's a perfect vision, 2020 vision. We're saying through your faith, you have perfect vision. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Through God, we have perfect vision. So let's unite uh, to celebrate faith, love, and music, you know, uh, and especially hip hop. All right, MC Nice, wow. thanks for coming on again, man. Let's get yes, back sir. into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Hey guys, this is Miracle from Track Stars. I wanted to make sure you guys know all about the official Track Stars universe. So, if you'd like a free Track Stars t-shirt, yes, as well as free merch, discounts, and exclusive content, and of course, direct access to your favorite radio host, then this is for you. Make sure you go to trackstars.com forward slash official. That's trackstars.com forward slash official. Allow me to show you something. Yeah. Clean, I had to run it up. We don't pay some money, man. I'm not with that other stuff. Straight to the back with the crack and the other drugs. I'm gonna be down looking back with them other bros. They was in they talking, I was poly 
doing me While they tearing and they sobbing I've been grinding on these beats Quit the price and all these dimes I be spilling, feeling free For the Bible, I'm a geek The God, he got the key Ay, they be at the top feeling bad Ay, it would say your baby in your house for a bag Come, I'm talking for a burger, bro You gotta be mad See the world, it's so sad Good to God, he's your dad Driving inside the glove And you know there ain't no switching up It's the blood Yeah, I know you see the God in us The glove You really don't know it The blood that he showed Ay, I don't let the dog drive me down They gon' try to talk Try to drive to the ground Gotta hear my dance How to do it for the ground Ask about my joy Yeah, come for the crown Smoke, let's do it. Hey, if you want smoke, let's do it. If you want smoke, let's do it. 
Hey, the devil keep on it. I'm with it, so let's finish it. He isn't living, get to the way that my God is living it. He took a devil, sent to the many people that's relevant. I'm looking at the list of the many blessings and checking it. Popping with a purpose and understanding this evidence. Staying in my word, I'm worshiping and I cherish it. Lies in the seed, I'm taking it finna bury it. Thinking of my cross is heavy, but I'ma carry it. This is Moly the Iceberg. Tribe is on the move. You're now tuned in to Trash Stars. It's time for the Entertainment Report with Jeremiah. All right, man. It's Entertainment Report time. Let's get it going real quick, man. Um, remember to vote Track Stars for the Spin Awards, man. Remember, we have five nominations for the Spin Awards that you can go vote for. Um, best Afternoon Show, Best Radio Show of the Year, Best Radio Show with two or more hosts, Best Weekend Radio Show of the Year, and DJ of the Year, all right? Voting goes until August 5th, 2021. Please, 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 please help us out. This would be tremendous for us to, um, these are big awards. We're nominated for five. That's that's huge for us, man. And this is our first, first year doing this, so please help us out. All right, kind of like earlier with um, MC Ness was talking about with Shepard, dropped his single Game Time in 2019 and watched it explode with millions and millions of views. Even garnered, even garnered him a remix with Shaquille O'Neal. Well, this time, he's working with LeBron. Um, Game Time um, was in Space Jam 2. If you saw Space Jam 2, um, the part where the scene is when LeBron is talking to his family before the big game at the end of the movie, that's where it was. And if you saw it, you were like, man, I heard that song before. Christian hip-hop is doing some big things, y'all. So be on the lookout for more stuff like that, man. Um, Talking do you, know, about, do you um, know when in the movie that song occurred? I, I didn't I didn't catch it. Th- no, that's what he said. The scene is when LeBron is talking to his family before the big game at the end of the movie. So I'm I guessing think I can see I think that. I can I mean, share a clip. No, yeah. you can't. I think I can share a clip now. No, you um, can't. No, you can't. No, no, no. <laughs> now, Shepard texted me something uh, earlier this week and told me not to share it until it, it came out. But I think I think he sent me. Don't shut us Maybe down. he can't. Maybe I can't. Okay, never mind. Well, he We're, said he 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 so he posted something online. If you follow him on um on IG, he posted it online of where it was, and then his family and his friends like just going crazy in it. So shout out to him, man. That's big. Also, shout out to Aaron Cole has another number one. Aaron Cole keeps on doing his big things. He tweeted this week that he has another number one song like you on the Billboard Christian Hot HC and CHR. National Airplay Charts. This would be his third number one on the charts. So, man, shout out to him, man. Also, man, the big lineup that everybody's been talking about besides Summer Summerfest, Holy Smoke, Atlanta lineup has been announced. Much has been said about the Indie Tribe and the upcoming Holy Smoke Fest in Atlanta on July 3rd and 31st. Well, finally, the full lineup has been announced. In addition to No Big Deal, Molly the Iceberg, John Keith, and DJ Michael V, the event will be hosted by Portia Love and feature DJ sets from DJ Standout and DJ 412. There will be performances by Montel Fish, Roma Jessa, um, Caleb Mitchell, Foggy Raw, Tori Deshaun, I got Tori Deshaun, shout out to them, not Clyde, Henrik, Alcalucio, Jay Monty, Vert Mob, which is Big Breeze, Scooty Wop, and God Fearing, and the one of the 
the hardest working female rappers in our space right now, Ty Lynn. She's killing it. Dope EP out right now. She's part of that as well. So go go get them tickets, man. Out there, July 30th, 31st. If you're in Atlanta, they they showed they they showed. I'm sorry, they showed a um uh, uh, a set from another show. Another they they did something on with DJ Mike V and No Big Deal, and that crowd was looking crazy, man. So go go check it out, man. That's a nice lineup for two days, man. That's a nice little lineup, man. So shout out to them. All right. Um, here's an interesting story also about Toby is about to be in a big Hollywood movie. Toby dropped a hilarious video on Instagram where he's um, going crazy with excitement. He's screaming about his inclusion in a new Transformer movie, Rise of the Beast, which will be released June 2022. Wow. <laughs> he said, I've been shooting. Um, um, I'm go it's going down, Toby said. Um, he just is happy, man. He was jumping around. I'm finna be in a new Transformer movie. Shout out to Stephen Capel Jr. and all my cousins who've been with us from the jump. Call me Hollywood Toe. Toby and Wigwee. And Wigway. I'm sorry. I keep, I messed it up. I know me and my wife went over this week. This morning. <laughs> all right. Um, so, so shout out to him, man. That's big news, man. To put him in a movie. That's, that's crazy. That's yeah. a big movie, too. That's not like just I'm sorry, I like, missed it. What's his part? Um, he say? just said he's in it. He didn't, he didn't, well, you can't say you're your part or anything like that. I mean, it was just like an IG post, but he just said he, they picked him to be in it. And I don't know. I mean, like, you know, he could have a, like a cameo appearance and stuff. So that's dope. Yeah, man. That's big for him, bro. All right, man. Um, I got two more um, stories and we'll be done, man. Kingdom culture. All right, man. Bishop T.D. Jackson and Diddy have announced they're teaming up to bring exclusive sermons to revolt the leading Black-owned multimedia platform. Jake's leader of the Potter's House Mega Church based in Dallas, Texas, is collaborating with Diddy for a show titled Kingdom Culture with T.D. Jakes, airing on the uh, media mogul's popular network. Kingdom Culture will feature evangelistic sermons, conversations, broadcasts with, um, from Jake's church, Kingdom. Um, Diddy said, Diddy said um, Kingdom Culture, Kingdom Culture Weekly Sunday service will feature topics such as vision, leadership, growth, power, love, and more, allowing Bishop Jakes to reach mass audience through Revolt. Mm. He also said this partnership is a monumental for Revolt, expanding into the faith space to create a program that will inspire millions around the world to have hope and walk in their power, says Diddy. What do y'all think about that? There we go, gentlemen. We were talking about Revolt getting into this space at some point. That's amazing. I was thinking, I was telling Maya, I said, um, do you guys think it's like a little, like, should it been somebody a little bit younger, like a Todd, Todd um, from, no, uh, no, you think it should have been TDJ? I mean, I mean, so the built in, so Diddy, Diddy comes with the built in name, right? And so yeah. you got to have a built in name following his name. That's, that's, that's what I see. So now I think it had to be, I, w I wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't have done TD Jakes. I probably would have done somebody else, but it would have been somebody else with the, well, I guess TD Jakes is the best evangelical uh, or evangelist to, to, to do something like that um, on a large scale with the name. I was thinking, yeah. yeah. MC Nice says, we are speaking with Revolt as well. Oh, let's go. Oh, oh, game. oh. game time. Game, game time. All right, man. Side, sad news this week for the, Hip-hop culture at whole. Um, Hip-hop pioneer Biz Marquis died. He was known for his beatboxing, being a clown prince of wow. hip-hop. His songs like The Vapor, Spring Again, Nobody Beats the Biz are known in the hip-hop circles as classics. His smash hit, Just a Friend, has been used 
all over TV, film, commercials, and soundtracks. Um, he stood out in Men in Black 2, where him and Will Smith beatboxed to each other. To the younger generation, he was on shows like Wild and Out, Yo um, Gaba Gaba, and more. He was 57 years of age. So, wow. man, pray for his family and friends, man, because, it, it, I mean, a lot of people, like, love this marquee, man, and um, the uh, in the hip-hop space. So, man. All right, topic section. Sponsor, J Toro. We don't fit in. TB, no weapon. All right, um... Piano and Izzo, Nights Like This EP, Dej P, Get Up. Um, next, Mike, For the Love of God, Deluxe Edition. Show Baraka After the Funeral single, Cannon, I Made a Single. Caleb Mitchell, Referee single, Re Rockstar JT, YKTV single, Red Tips, Ooh single, George Rose, Up to Speed single, um, El Dijon, Me Too single, Zay Hill, Me Everything single, Past the 83, No Sweat single, and for those who out there need a good playlist to go listen to some good Christian hip hop, gospel rap, check out our Milk playlist. And for those who like some good R&B, Christian R&B type vibe, feel good playlist. So go check those out. And that is it for me. All right. Yeah, the only thing we didn't get to with MC Nice before he uh, jumped off was that uh, we didn't get a chance to talk to him about his uh, nominee for the Dove Awards. He's nominated for the 52nd Dove Awards Song of the Year, Rap, Hip Hop, Recorded Song, Dancing featuring De La Mons. So shout out to MC Nice for that. That's huge. That's really dope. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. I got a chance to meet De La Mons um, at uh, MC Nice's uh, video shoot. Um, if you haven't checked out, uh, man, oh my gosh. Uh, if you haven't checked out everything that MC Nice is a part of, man, you, you're, you're slipping. Go to his Instagram. We didn't get a chance to announce his socials. Go to his Instagram, MC Nice LA. Uh, that's official. And also go to GH3 Radio on Instagram as well. Check out everything that, uh, MC Nice is doing. And then again, plug, plug, plug. Make sure that you get set to make your trip your debut to the 2020 Fest, the GH3 God's House of Hip Hop 2020 Fest. All right. All right. I was supposed to write this down, but I forgot. Um, I'm going to try and start doing announcements because there's so many things that we got to tell you all about that. I, I just every show I'm like, why didn't I tell them about that? Make sure you go check out our affiliate links if you want to support Track Stars and yeah. help push Nectar and Track Stars Universe and the single Maximizer. It pops up mm -hmm. in the chat if you're on YouTube um, every so often. So just follow those links if you want to join that. Um, mm -hmm. We have a Discord channel now. So go join our Discord channel. You get um, the latest from us uh, about everything. Um, and yeah. there's, there's so many things we're working Roku. on. Roku. Oh, snap. Okay. So if you have a Roku, go search for Track Stars with a Z. We have a brand new Roku app. Uh, Apple Music app is coming. The Fire Stick app is coming. Uh, but the Roku app is done. Go check that out. It looks dope. Um, they, you probably want to check it out now because I got to take a lot of those videos off because too much is on there. <laughs> I got to pull back some because you've seen way too deep into the to the uh, closet of uh, track stars. But um, go watch it now. Um, but yeah, go go uh, get our track stars Roku channel. Um, I can't even explain how long it took us to get to that. We've been in a trademark battle for the last four years that we finally won. So now we can actually officially come up with come out with stuff that we've been working on for for forever. Yeah. So Roku yeah. Channel is the first layout for that. So please go download our Roku Channel, support that, um, and that that helps us as well. Is there anything else that I need to tell them about that? I, I just always forget. 
uh, what what I need to to rattle off with them about, Ryan. What's no, you? that's 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 pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Movies. Jeremiah's movie is still in production. I'm still color grading it. Uh, it's looking awesome, man. It came out Dope. so good. Ryan finally believes. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah. It's so. not that I didn't that's believe. So, so I just have never, man. I've never that's, been on a movie so set, and I wasn't invited this time. I've never that's been on a movie so set. I wasn't invited this time, and I. You so you so used to you and Toy watching those B movies that you was like, uh, <laughs> this is gonna be a whack. I don't know. This is gonna be whack. <laughs> Oh, B movie. We making B movies at Track Talk. I'm good. I'd rather play with my kids this weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, no. So Rick Sincere showed me. Um, I was having lunch with Rick Sincere. Shout out to him. And um, he showed me a photo album that he was taking while he was on set. And I'm like flipping. He's like, go to the left. And I'm like, <gasps> oh, 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 oh. oh. Okay, okay, all right. All right. kept in, just so you know, this whole movie was kept in the dark from me and Sean for a long, long time. Long time. Yes, it was. You just came out one day and was like, y'all, I won't be on the show next week. I'm I'm doing something with Maya uh, with Creative Air. And I was like, okay. And then you were like, yo, we um, we doing a movie. What? (laughs) What? No, I wasn't like that, bro. It wasn't like that. I wasn't asked to be a part of it. Red Snapper didn't have a part. You know, um, um, we didn't know you wanted to act. Ben, ben Savage could have been on the soundtrack. You don't want him to act. You don't want him to act. <laughs> Wait a we minute. Didn't know I did he, has, he has I trouble pretty... acting in a music video, dancing. Like, like, like I did this? pretty well. Dancing is one thing I'm not good at, but I did pretty good on the Better Days movie set okay. that we shot. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, let's get. <laughs> Oh man, um, but no, I, I'm I'm gonna keep saying it, even though I said it like show after show. Um, Ryan didn't believe, so I assume you guys don't believe either. Mm-hmm. But Jeremiah mm-hmm. and Maya absolutely knocked out uh, mm-hmm. this this film, man. Like they, it, it was so professional, so well done. Uh, like I said, the 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 crew was professional crew, like super yeah. professional. Yeah, well, I learned a lot yeah. just from chatting it up with the lighting guy. Like he's been a DP on other big big projects. And I learned a lot from him. Like it, it was, it was amazing. So yeah. um, I, I just can't I wait to y'all see it. I got one last thing. So you mentioned Biz Markey and speaking of Fallen Brothers, we had a brother that fell earlier this year and his birthday was this week. Uh, we would have wished him a happy um, birthday. But again, uh, we are replugging our GoFundMe for his family. And I'm putting up a new video that you guys haven't seen before, um, but I'm putting up a new video this weekend and I will share the GoFundMe link. It'll be on the Trackstars uh, Facebook page, the Trackstars Instagram page, um, and as well as uh, we'll upload it to YouTube. So please make sure you go and support. All right. That's dope. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field with the Track Stars, Ryan Righteous, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Yo, what's good? This is Mike Stars from Track Stars. And if you're a music artist and you haven't already signed up for Nectar Distribution, honestly, I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. So let me tell you about it. You get unlimited uploads of your music throughout the year. You also keep 100% of the rights. You get to use our one-of-a-kind single maximizer tool in which not only do we push your music to the streaming sites like Spotify, Google Play, and Tidal, but we also push it to music blogs so you can get more eyes on your music. And the best part about it is it's only $19.99. No, not a month, but a year. 
Again, what are you doing? I don't know what you're doing with your life. Go ahead and sign up today for Nectar Distribution at NectarDistro.com and we'll see you inside.
life and need the reasons for what I believe in if I still believe them. Cause sometimes it's like a sequence. I see my people leaving. Then I question that my inner season on the road to treason too. I know that they see it too. The more me and less of you. And living life like lately, I guess I'm just not impressed with you. Remember when I had the faith to move and never risk or two? Now I'm in these valleys fighting just to keep the residue. Looking for the days when I gave it all to be next to you. But if I fall for sake, me, it's something you say you never do. I'm fighting and I fight, although the road is long. I grit my teeth and persevere until the day you take me home. Why do I feel alone? Tell me where I belong, cause I've been wondering. Lost and traveling down this lonely road. All of the highs and lows, I know they take me close to where I'm going. Fight until the morning, till I'm Track Stars with Sean Tanner, Ryan Righteous, and DJ Jeremiah. Right now you're in the field with the Track Stars. Track Stars. Track Stars. Ryan Righteous. Sean Tanner. And DJ Jeremiah. Right now you're listening to the Track Stars. You know what time it is. Track Stars music artist, and you are in the field with the family Track Stars Radio. Beef. We got respect for y'all, yeah. but respect the grind, baby. Respect the grind. I gotta go get the. I gotta get the flex bombs today. Respect the grind. It's your girl Angie Rose, and you're in the field with the Track Stars. Yeah, back in the field with the Track Stars. Ryan Righteous, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. What's good? All right, all right. You heard it earlier. Nectar Distribution. All the talk is all about it. Go to NectarDistro.com today. You can sign up, join the family. Make sure that you have an opportunity to get your music out to over 200 plus digital outlets. It's Nectar. So many great things coming from Nectar. We'll share in a couple of weeks what we got coming up next. All right. 
right, we got our friend Adam in the building. What's going on, sir? Hey, what man, up, y'all up, know up. what it is. My people glad to be in the building. Hey, tell yeah. them who you glad are, to man. Have you. Tell them, tell them, the, tell them the, the stats real quick. Okay, so people who you know, watch my YouTube channel, they know I go by uh, Scott Lane, the Black Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. the real Adam Coleman of True mm-hmm. ID Apologetics, man. So, um, you know, glad to be here. I'm the founder of True ID Apologetics Ministries, uh, which basically is I'm just trying to teach people how to defend the faith, man, how to defend Christianity. Uh, a lot of times uh, we run into things where you, know, you might have that cousin who who goes whose real name is Charles. Next thing you know, he comes to the cookout last, uh, next year and he's going by Shabazz or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bring something to the game. And sometimes people don't know how to interact with that, man. So, you know, my goal is to assist Christians in knowing uh, their own worldview and how to articulate it to others in ways that uh, can be helpful so that's that's what true idea apologetics ministries is all about man so so yeah man glad to be here brother yeah man all wow. right so so let's do it all right so i want to know what do you believe is hip-hop's religion we were talking mm. earlier we were talking earlier like people like charlemagne uh there's guys like um i was yeah. watch. i was on um what's it called um What's the clubhouse, right? And the guy, um, who's the guy that that oh man? I'm gonna forget this. It's gonna bother me if I don't think of his name. The dude that that freestyles really well, King King Los. King Los oh yeah, yeah Los. He's King big Los, on yeah. clubhouse, and he, he has sure, a, sure. like an interesting religious idea of what a lot of yeah. spiritual this and you know, I I can't even explain. What do you think sure, hip hop's sure. religion is? Because it's if sometimes it sounds like people are Christians. Then sometimes it sounds like they're spiritual. Sometimes they sound like they're Afri- African spiritualists. Sometimes they sound like atheists. Right. W- what is hip hop's religion? Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, I would describe it. Um, if I'm just kind of being really broad, I would just kind of say it's like a, a spiritual eclecticism. You know what I'm saying? I think that what you have, um, hip hop from its inception has always had, I think, a diverse and somewhat complicated relationship with God, if you will. I'm saying if you go back to really just the roots of hip hop, you know, it, it comes out of people making the best of what they had, trying to have a good time. And then it becomes a voice. I'm saying it becomes a way to express what's going on in the community, not only in regard to socioeconomics and crime and so on and so forth, but also some of the spiritual themes and undertones of uh, minority communities. I mean, and so if you go back to 80s, if you go back to, you know, I, I, I'm an 80s baby, you know what I mean? So, you know, I grew up on on the KRS-1s. I grew up on, you know, X-Clan and, and you know, just kind of on down the line, you know what I mean, into the 80s and 90s. There's always been this spiritual element to the kinds of things that are expressed in hip hop. But it hasn't really been like a consistent message necessarily. You know what I'm saying? It's just been people taking different stabs at what they believe to be you know, right or righteous, if you if you will. So that's why I say it's kind of like an eclecticism. Like honestly, I remember like when I was a kid, man. I, you know, now I'm I'm from the East Coast. You know, so lyrics really matter to me. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, coming up on the, in the East, man. Like, you know, we grew up on like Wu Tang. You know what I mean? And I I would be able to spit a whole. Wu Tang song, and I had no clue what these dudes was talking about. I didn't, I didn't realize that they was on like some five percent or, or God Body and so yeah. on and so forth. But all of those ideas were woven into the music. And so when I got older, when I went to college, I came to realize that oh snap, like there's actual belief systems behind this stuff, and there are a set of ideas that need to be confronted and, and addressed, man. So. Um, I think that, you know, that, that's how I would sum it up, man. I think it's, it's eclecticism, particularly, I think that's really embodied in somebody like a King Los, you know, who is going to dibble and dabble 
and various different kinds of things. And, um, you know, yeah, I guess maybe we can explore some of those uh, specifically. Yeah. But um, I think that's why it's so important that we have a, um, a distinctive take, you know, when we come to the table in hip hop. That's why we can't leave Christianity aside when we come to the table because we don't want to add to the confusion. We want to make the lines clear and help people to uh, you know navigate real life issues. And I think because of YouTube, um, even there's a lot of people that are Christians that are getting confused, right? There was this whole, you know, the um, was that that big movement about 10 years ago um, where they, they, they were saying Christianity was a copy of um, the zeitgeist. You remember that whole that whole move? Uh, that was a, <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, a big yeah, movement yeah. on YouTube. Right. I remember having to talk about that a lot. Um, there's all these waves of like these videos come out saying, oh, see, you know, we, we debunk Christianity here and here. And I think a lot of even Christians are starting to kind of get swayed by some of that. Um, the longer you sure, kind sure. of hover around hip hop culture, the more your favorite artists will start saying stuff that you'll make you be like, oh, wait, am I wrong about my faith? You know, to me, that's not mm -hmm. a bad thing for you to, to, to be wondering that. That means you need to dive in deeper. And a lot of people don't dive in until they're challenged. So I don't think it's a bad thing that some of these people are, are going through that. But man, it's, it's so many voices coming at you all over the place. Um, Char I brought up Charlemagne earlier. There's sometimes where I hear him and he sounds like a Christian. Like he 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 did a, a promo for us a while back. Like he he sounds like he supports Christianity in a lot of ways. Like when he talks to Lecrae, he sounds like he's a supporter. But then when you on a totally different show, he'll sound like he supports something totally different. So I'm like, can we pin down what hip hop really thinks about God? Like what is it? Well, I mean, I think you're definitely dealing with a, a community and therefore uh, not necessarily a monolith. I mean, I think you, the reason why um, you have so many different voices is because people generally, well, I think there's, there's, there's real confusion about there. There's like what to think, like what is true about God? Who is God and what is he really like? And, you know, you mentioned earlier about the whole zeitgeist thing and just people on the Internet having access to so many different uh, voices, if you will, who are saying contradictory and very different things. And, and that's honestly my story. You know, just maybe, you know, six or so years ago, I was working at a overtime gig and I would just spend, you know, hours, you know, just listening to stuff on the Internet, uh, whether it be apologetics or otherwise. And, you know, I might be scrolling through my phone and see a meme like, you know, Christianity is beating to our ancestors. And then, you know, you go to YouTube and Christianity is based on Horus and Zeitgeist and so on and so forth. And that's that's where I was. I was like, dang, man, like, you know, I don't have an answer for these kinds of things. Mm. You know, when my cousin comes to me with this kind of stuff, I don't have an answer for these kind of things. And, you know, for me being I, I'm just a naturally inquisitive person, I did decide to go deeper and investigate these claims and really dig into um, you know, what the truth of uh, the matter is. And I've come out, you know, reassured in my faith. I'm saying knowing like that, you know what, there actually is an intellectual defense for Christianity and the claims that we stand on. And unfortunately, uh, many people just, you know, haven't really you know, taken the time to, to dig in there, but it's there. I'm saying if, we, if we just kind of seek and look mm -hmm. with that being said, for somebody like a Charlemagne, um, you know, you're dealing with somebody who's probably on the periphery, you know, kind of on the fringe of Christianity. Like, you know, how, how much has he really dug into what Christians actually believe? What do they claim and why they claim it? You see what I'm saying? You know, that's something that I think, um, you know, he probably I, I would suspect he probably hasn't dug into it too deep. But, you know, based upon the objections to Christianity brings to the table, I would suspect that he probably hasn't done a whole lot of homework on what we're actually about. Uh, but nevertheless, man, I think that it's, uh, you know, something that. You know, we need it, it's our job to step up to the plate and say, hey, look, you know, this is what's really good. You know, this this is why 
we believe what we believe with that being said it's a it's a tragic thing you know a, you know at least in my opinion i think it's a tragic thing to be a christian and to not know why you believe what you believe and to be mm -hmm. able to articulate that that's our responsibility you know what yeah. saying that's something that we need to be attending to which is you know why, why i do what i do man you know but um I, I think to answer your question when it comes to what hip-hop believes about god um to be honest i think that in the midst of all the confusion it really boils down a lot to a religion of self you know mm -hmm. it becomes you know i am you know the arbiter of all truth i am you know the one who is in the driver's seat and you're about what's real and what isn't rather than a humble submission to um to god in that regard and so in the midst of that i think people get into all kind of things yeah do you do you mm -hmm. feel like um like 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 you said back in the day with wu-tang um you know big daddy kane on poor righteous teachers krs1 all all of them even going up to like you know what i mean i feel like now it just it doesn't feel as people are into the five percent doctrine like it like the popular hip-hop um artists yeah, yeah. you know yeah, what i mean um the popular hip-hop artist seems like there is a mixture of just spirituality like just spiritual because then one day you can follow somebody and they saying jesus or they saying a scroll uh, um a scripture from him and then the next day they could be talking about some african proverb and the next day it could be you know what i'm saying like it's all kind of all over the place right now you know what i mean so when i listen to so if a kid like prime example um the amigos came out with an album right and one of the guys in amigos is rapping and he says you know jesus is giving me the blessings or jesus is something like that or a church or whatever and it's like if i'm a christian and i don't know about this side of christian uh if i don't know about christian hip-hop and i'm just listening to mainstream hip-hop i'm thinking Oh, so he's a Christian. And okay. And I mean, he talked about some crazy things, but he's a Christian. You know what I mean? So what do you say to the, to the current state of hip hop spirituality now? You know what I'm saying? Because what you talked about back no in the day was in the 90s, of course, we, we you once you dissected and you've seen like, oh, okay, Wu-Tang was five percenters. You know what I mean? Some of them God right. bodies. Some of them was um, NOI, Nation of Islam. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, Hebrew yeah, yeah. Israelites. You know what I mean? Different things like that. So up to now where some of the rappers are, it's just like, they just mix with all type of, you know what I mean? I've never heard blessing in hip hop so many times. Like now, <laughs> yeah. like you would think sure, you were at yeah. church because mainstream hip hop rappers be like, yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm highly flavored. I'm not, I'm like, like, are y'all going to church? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, those yeah, are yeah, church yeah. terms that now the hip hop culture is really like- They grew up in church. Well, let me say this and you know, feel, feel free to kick me off, off the show after I say this. I don't mean to be too controversial, but <laughs> I'm just gonna dive mm -hmm. in and just say what yeah. I gotta say. Um, I, I think there's a couple, there, there's levels to this. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of how it is. So all genres of music, hip hop, you know, whatever it may be, they, are, they don't exist within a vacuum. You know what I'm saying? There's a broader context within which they exist, all right? Now society in general, right? Just like we was talking about before, um, you know, before we, before we came on, um, society in general, what we're seeing, particularly in the African-American community, is that the fastest growing group of individuals with respect to spiritual beliefs is what uh, statisticians refer to as the nuns, right? Now, the nuns are people who fall into categories like either, you know, I'm just spiritual and I don't have any, you know, direct religious affiliation or I'm agnostic, or I'm an, an atheist. You know, that, those, those three categories, if you cobble them together, that's what uh, the Pew Research Center would refer to as being the nuns. And that group of people, particularly in African-American context, it, that's the fastest growing um, uh, group, if you will, as opposed to organized religion, right? Mm -hmm. Wh whatever that religion may be. 
Now, with that being said, I think that what you're seeing amongst the King Loses, amongst the, the Charlemagnes and, you know, even maybe like a Kendrick Lamar and whoever it may be, you know, uh, you know, dude from the Migos, you know, I think you're seeing an expression of that growing group. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that, you you know, I think those individuals kind of give voice to the growing segment in our community of people who are saying, like, you know, I just kind of don't really know what's really, you know, what's going on. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, what I refer to is kind of just general spirituality. Um, I think that's probably uh, the flavor of the day. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Um, so I think that that's one element of it. Um, I do think that Hebrew ritualism is definitely, you know, gaining some steam, particularly in Africa, obviously in the African-American context. Um, that, that's definitely a view. Uh, you know, Kendrick Lamar, for example, he had an album. I don't know what y'all say or don't say on, on this channel, but he had an album. Uh, his, last album. <laughs> his, his last album. His last album. Right. People know what that is. Yeah. Uh, just that whole album was was littered with um Hebrew-Israelite Hebrew ideology. Yeah. Now, there's various different forms of Hebrew-Israelism. Uh, they're not a monolith, I'm saying, but nevertheless, you know, as a broad category, that's something that we do see growing in our society. I think the NOI is still, um, you know, respected, uh, but it's a very, um, I say, kind of individual-driven type of a group. I mean, you know, uh, Farrakhan obviously is a towering figure, but I think as a movement, it's, it's lost some steam and it's not as attractive to like your Gen Z, you know, maybe your, your younger side of the millennials and things like that. So I think people are more so drifting towards like the Hebrew Islam, uh, what we might refer to as Kemeticism, uh, which is basically people subscribe to, you know, sort of uh, the Egyptian. Well, you know, yeah, the ancestors, I mean, there's different flavors of it, but you know, you have those mm -hmm. who are, are kind of key in on Egypt in terms of their philosophy, spirituality and, and heritage and, and draw their worldview from that. And then you have people who call themselves Kemetic, but really they just subscribe to uh, various forms of African spirituality. So when it comes to what we're seeing in our community now, from the King Loses to the Charlemagne's to whoever, I think you're seeing people coming at it from those different vantage points, all falling within that that nuns category. Now, I'll be honest with you. You know, when you mentioned as far as like the uh, the blessings part, you know, this is kind of somewhat controversial, maybe, but I think that um, in the public square, unfortunately, some of the loudest voices for Christianity or who profess Christianity. Um, are presenting somewhat of a theologically watered down version that centers around things like blessings and you know material stuff and so on and so prosperity. forth. Prosperity. Prosperity, right. And mm -hmm. therefore it's made that watered down version of you know, or caricature of Christianity accessible to people who don't want to necessarily subscribe to a more you know, a deeper relationship with Christ and so on and so forth. And so they can kind of dabble in the prosperity language and maybe some of those prosperity themes, because that, you know, the materialism coincides with hip hop, you know, he's in the secular realm anyway, you know, so there's going to be that intersection. And I think that's why you have, you know, people who, um, you know, may not exhibit you know, the fruit of the spirit and the lifestyle that goes along with Christianity, feeling comfortable talking about blessings this and, you know, Jesus blessing me and so on and so forth. Um, I think we have a watered down gospel, you know, that is uh, just as problematic as any of the false uh, worldviews um, that we that we see you know coming up in our in our community, so yeah, that, I think that kind of addresses what we're seeing today. Yeah. Do you do you think that? Oh, first off, can you spell nuns? Because I think I don't want people to be like Catholicism. You know what I mean? Like well, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about nuns. It's like N O N E S. You know what I'm saying as you know, I don't believe like none. I don't believe in no kind of organized religion. Mm -hmm. you know, that, that's kind of like, that is the statistically, uh, you know, for people who fall in that category are the the, large, the fastest growing group. Uh, particularly not just in the African-American context, but, you know, certainly um, 
you know, something that we're seeing in our, in our communities. What I would say is, is that they're, they're, they're basically agnostic, but they were people who are born in a traditional church background um, that are absorbing other religions as they learn about them, but are essentially atheists. You see what I'm saying? Like when I hear people talk like that, they're basically, they sound like they believe in some sense of spirituality, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, it's really just whatever they, whatever they think. Like you said at the first, in the first place, it's not an adherence to any specific doctrine or, or rules. It changes as, as they grow. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's a lot of shifting and changing. I think partly to be honest, I think some of the responsibility falls at the church, man. Like, uh, you know, I mean, I could do, I got a whole presentations on church history, but when you look at the kind of things that the black church has, has focused on historically, it has always been since its inception involved in the, the problems our community has been confronted with, particularly in regard to uh, oppression. You know what I'm saying, you know, you, you don't have an abolitionist movement without the involvement of the black church. You don't have a civil rights movement without the involvement of the black church. Right. And so when it comes to the questions and issues of, of I, I'm not even gonna say of yesterday, but things that have been with us for some time, the black church has a history of responding to those things. That being said, what we're seeing now is an ideological shift, right? We're seeing a shift in terms of the black church being confronted with different kinds of problems. So in addition to the oppression that, you know, somebody like a Martin Luther King can, we can cite as having stood against that. Now it's more so about information. You have the young African-American going to college uh, you know, hearing the professor talk about da 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 da, the Bible's not true, evolution, so on and so forth, however they may come at it, and they're coming back to you know their traditional church in the summertime, and you know, grandmama don't have anything to say about it. It's just like, oh, baby, just believe. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that what we have to do, have understand is that we are now as a church being met with intellectual challenges yeah. mm-hmm. that we have to rise mm-hmm. to the occasion to respond. Now, with that being said, there's a wealth of intellectual defenses for the Christian faith that we have at our disposal. But yeah. unfortunately, if we don't familiarize ourselves with those things, then we find ourselves leaving the world to you know fend for itself and try to figure these things out on its own. And you know they're kind of walking around in this confusion, dibbling and dabbling, this or that. But I think that it is definitely time for uh, the church to rise to the occasion to address these intellectual challenges. And so, you know, getting back to what you were saying, I think that people are, you know, there are just certain questions and problems that are just common to the human experience. You know what I mean? Like, how, how should I live? Like, what, you know, what, what's my moral standard? You know, what is my value? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're in the face of white supremacy who says I'm worth nothing, okay, well, where do I find a base of value? You know, people, you know, identity, right? You know, mm-hmm. true ID ministry, you know, it stands, you know, true ID stands for the real you and my go day. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I, I'm the founder of. That's why I rock all day. And th- the thing is, you have a group of people or different groups of people trying to answer the identity question. It's like, okay, we were ripped out of out of Africa, torn away from the context within which people generally develop a sense of identity. And we don't know who we are now, right? And so people will say, well, Dag, man, you need to get rid of anything that's European and take on that which is, you know, in line with your African heritage. And they associate Christianity with being on the wrong side of that equation. So you have people casting off Christianity and looking for something else that aligns up with the person that they see in the mirror, at least in their estimation. So as a church, we need, we need to be able to respond to that. We need to be able to talk about the 2000 years of Christianity on the continent of Africa with 1400 of that coming before the transatlantic slave trade. We need to talk about how freedom fighters from everybody from on the plantation to, you know, uh, northern uh, the northern U.S. I'm saying during slavery times continue contending against 
uh, slavery on the basis of their Christian convictions. We need to be able to talk about those things intelligently in the public square so that, you know, the, the lies and misconceptions aren't left yeah. to just yeah. really wreck shop on people's faith. Yeah. Adam, you've been one of our most popular guests I've seen in a long time. You got the chat buzzing right now. So we got to have you back on, man, when 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 topics like this come up. Um, so tell them how to find you, how to support you and, and, and your brand. For sure, man. Well, I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, that I actually I contributed to a chapter uh, in this work right here, man. For anybody who's interested in getting their feet wet and addressing the critical questions that are facing our time, particularly in the African-American Christian context, I would highly advise you to get Urban Apologetics, Restoring Black Dignity with the Gospel. It was edited by Eric Mason. Uh, I was privileged to contribute a chapter, chapter 11 on Black atheism, where I give philosophical uh, defenses for the, um, for the existence of God. And from particularly from an African-American uh, heritage standpoint, uh, I would definitely encourage people to, to get that, man. Also, shout out to my man, Jerome Gay. He's got whitewashing of Christianity that just came out. Uh, people definitely need to get that. If you any, if you ever been to a church, you seen white Jesus with the blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever, staring at you. You know what I'm saying? And you felt some kind of way. You need to go ahead and get this book right here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, lastly, I don't mean to be too long, but uh, you know, multitude of all peoples by my man, uh, Dr. Vince Bantu, goes over the 2,000 years of Christian history on the continent of Africa, but 1,400 of that before the transatlantic slave trade. Man, we had Christians in West Africa from which we were taken before the transatlantic slave trade. Mm. We got evidence for that. I talk about that on my channel, mm. uh, the True Idea Apologetics channel. So, with that being said, people can definitely check me out uh, right here on YouTube, uh, True Idea Apologetics. That's T-R-U-I-D, Apologetics. Definitely check me out there. You can also check me out on the website, trueidapologetics.com, T-R-U-I-D, Apologetics. Check out the podcast, trueidpodcast.com. Uh, I'm on Facebook as Adam Coleman, Instagram at trueid underscore apologetics. Uh, and I'm also um, on Twitter as uh, Scott Lane 7. Scott Lane is, is my old uh, rap name. I used to do a little bit of CHH back in the day. Okay. You, know what I mean? right. but, uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. But, you know, so I still got the rap name up there. <clears throat> you know what I mean, so, uh, man, I, I really appreciate you guys, man. But if, yes. you know, I, I prom- I'm, I'm a preacher at heart, so I promise I'm going to close <laughs> with this. But, yeah, I just want to say, man, God bless y'all for what you're doing, man. Um, oh, I would encourage everybody out there. I'm saying for for the sake of your walk with Christ, definitely dig in deep into the scriptures, dig in deep to the wealth of information that's out there in regard to defending the faith. And as you do so, have the compassion to reach out to somebody else with it, I'm saying, and uh, and preach the gospel, man. So I just want to say I love y'all, man, and thanks for having mm. me. Thanks for coming, Thank bro. You. Great Thank stuff, you, man. man. All right, let's get back into it. You in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tan, and DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. What's going on, family? Hey, look, if you're an artist out there, I know how hard it can be. I'm an artist as well. And whenever you release a song you think is dope, you're like, man, this is going to be the one. You have to go through the process of marketing. That's the hard part. That's when it really, really, really gets serious, right? Because even if you got a dope song and nobody knows about it, it's going to be a flop. So if you know the process, that means you got to go to each website, follow their submission rules, email them, do whatever they need you to do one at a time. These outlets do not like to be spammed. They do not like to be put on BCC lists, uh, email spam lists. But never fear, we have come up with a way to solve this problem. We created something called the Single Maximizer. Single Maximizer allows you to fill in the details for your song one time, and we customize it for each outlet and send it out to all of them for you. Not in a mass email, not a spam, individual emails customized exactly what they asked for in their music submission guidelines. It's an amazing tool. We use it for ourselves and our own music, and we're trying to share it with you guys. So go to trackstars.com, 
forward slash single maximizer. Take advantage of it right now. It's an amazing tool. Check it out. Let us know your success stories. Tell us what works. Trackstars.com. Go check it out right now.
What's happening? What's happening? This your man, Brinson, God Chases Entertainment. Buckle your seatbelts for line for line. Vote Christian, though. Yeah. Yeah, back in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Sean Tanner, DJ Jeremiah. Ryan had to head out, so Adam is filling in for Ryan. Make sure you go to trackstars.com for all the latest and support your boys. Jeremiah, do the explaining so Adam knows what he's getting himself into. All right, so uh, we kind of told Adam um, a little bit more um, off off the air so he know what he's getting into. You know what I'm saying? This little mini lion's den. Uh, <laughs> so um, basically, line for line is uh, we put... Um, a Christian artist against a mainstream artist, and we go um, back and forth six rounds. You get one toss up if you don't like the songs, or you or you feel like man, they just uh, they just a draw to me. You know what I mean? You get one, and then also um, um, you're basing it. We're not basing it by the content of the music because we all know about you know we. Not, I wouldn't go against the the Lord, you know what I'm saying? But we just basing <laughs> off of like people's like. Bars. Flow, style, bars, oh, right. how they came across that their artistry. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, some right. Some people right. say it's controversy. So some people that that you brung here may be like, "Yo, this is too much. I, I can't do that." So we understand. <laughs> Thank y'all for coming. Thank y'all for um for being here Stop with us. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So we we've gotten all different things like this before. But but, I, but Adam, I do want you to keep in mind our last conversation and see if you can hear the belief system behind the lyrics you're hearing oh yeah from dope. both okay. sides cool yeah. if you can no get doubt, any, no any hints to what they actually really believe yeah no yeah. doubt okay. so that would be good so today i've been wanting to do this line for line for years man years 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 i wanted to do this line for line for years and then i kept holding off on it holding off on it holding off on it it's a throwback one it's Mob Deep versus Corey Ray and Precise is New York versus New York. That's why Ryan left because he knew it was a New York thing. <laughs> he knew. He knew. <laughs> he, knew. <laughs> he knew. He knew. The Bronx versus Queens, if you want to go that shout way. Shout out to Corey Red. He actually brought us out, FMG out, to perform at one of his events. That was yeah. just an honor, man. Yeah. Just to come from where we came from to, yeah. to perform in front of him. We did terrible. Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we hey, did man, a, a real <laughs> rap too, bro. Like, I, I remember song, um, I met I met Corey Red at a uh, at Rap Fest in New York. This is like years ago. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, what, what was it Bert Humbajika? I probably mispronounced his name, but I remember they used to put those on in, in uh, NY. Man, yo, Corey Red. We talk about freestylers, bro. Yeah, that he dude probably he nice. probably freestyled for a solid like ten minutes, like legit freestyle, like legit off the dome, man. So yeah. like, he, he's a true MC, man. True. Yeah, MC. and. And I would say this about that. That's something people don't know about. You know what I mean? People know about Flavor Fest and other Rap Fest was big in New York. Ooh, Rap Fest. It was big, like bro. it was like it wasn't it wasn't like what Summer Fest is trying to do, but it was like they'd be on a block in the Bronx and they have different artists, they have a stage, right. and people would come up and then like you said, you have Hebrew Israelites there like saying stuff on, on one corner, then you have Corey Ritz spitting yeah. some stuff and Sean Lynn and all cross yeah, movement man. come up in there. Yeah, so. Awesome, man. My, my man K-Drama, I remember, you know, I seen him before yeah. out there, man. Like, you know, they used to have all the names out there. Yeah, man. it was it one was of those crazy. big jokes, man. So, all right, man, let's get it going. Let's get it to it. So, I do have to do an disclaimer. So, the views and opinions of the track stars and the track stars universe, not the views and opinions of the artists, the label producer, and others. If you feel offended by this, please step Bread stop now. If you're a person who only listens to Christian artists, this ain't your cup of tea. Then we have dope react videos that we keep posting. That's fire. Topics that we have and some interviews you go check out. We're not copying any other battle format. We've been doing this since the 2000. Corey Red and Precise is not the Christian version of anybody. 
It's just a bit. All right. So here we go. We're going to start off with Mob Deep first. It's called Got It Twisted. Here we go. No party once we crash the party. I'm a scoop shorty, then vacate the party. You keep building, I pump, pump the shotty. Put you in the chunk, then dump, dump the body. You don't know, you better ask somebody. Y'all get down, we gon' clash, probably. Pale snowflake out of that amper combi. I'm trying to rip Britney, so I made Jasami. Catch me in the club with a double-edged banger. I'm the wrong one to f with. Now I know the promoters I'm in with the musket. Pound of the in the box of Dutchess. Hot to the cotton mouth. Pat all right, that was Mob Deep with um, Got It Twisted. This is Corey Red Precise. We in here. Here we go. Your man agree with your freak and hit yours. Flashback, Tila Rock, it's yours. Jesus Christ is God and is Lord. Rock the whole armor of God, baby, because it's war. Armageddon, pick a side, choose a weapon. When the world trade fell, we was all American. But now Americans see me as a threat again. White ladies clutching their purse, crossing the street. Black ladies rolling their eyes, sucking their teeth. Black brothers holding clocks, want to pop me down. And of course, the white man want to lock me down. But through Jehovah's son, I will overcome racism. And why they cut at all right, that was Corey Red and Precise with um, We In Here versus Mob Deep's Got It Twisted. All right, so here we go. Let's start off. Adam, you first, man. What Who you got? Heck, man. So I was just hyping up Corey Red. That's my guy, man. But, I mean, <laughs> if we're just talking about those two snippets, again, like, I mean, obviously, I don't endorse the message with Mob Deep, I mean, but, you know, looking at it just as far as bars and skills, it's just like, for me, it's just like watching basketball. You know, it's just like somebody has a good jump shot. I don't know, you know, regardless of what the character is. Yeah, no, um, that's exactly I think right. that the yeah. Mob Deep joint was um, was more tailored to the track. You know what I'm saying? I felt like his flow was more tailored to the track that he was on. And he was able to maintain that, you know, over the beat for, you know, the entirety of that clip. So, therefore, I got to give the edge to him, uh, to Mob Deep on that one. Uh, versatility is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. I think that if cast no Mob Deep, they're more traditional new york but on that that track they were trying to flip it up and he was able to accomplish that so given they achieved what he was trying to do i gotta get i gotta give it to mob deep on that yeah Shantana. yeah mob deep sounded like a hit sounded like a hit. <laughs> um, so i knew that was gonna be hard to beat so i got mob i i am <sighs> I, i'll go with corey Red and precise i just thought i i like i liked it but i know it was a sample um, so I know that was that, mm, mm, ain't that like James Bond or something? It was a sample yeah, from Mob Deep. Yeah, so yeah. that's why I was like, uh, I can't give it to them because they just got a sample. That's the production. You know what I'm saying? But okay. I, 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 I go with Koi Ren Precise for we in here. So let's see what it looks like online right now. We have a lot of Mob Deeps. We have a few, we have a few Koi Ren and Precise too. Um, okay. Right, call so. it. Mob Deep online. Okay. Mob Deep. Hits, they get on the board with 1-0. Uh -oh. It's 3-1 going to round one. All right, here we go. Round two. Corey Ray, precise. going to start it off. Resistance is futile. Here we oh. go. I'm in the streets with the shots blast and the thugs and the cops clash. The rich man Philly got class, but reject me because he got cash. I warn you, do rappers and headbangers, pastors and strangers who stop you on the street? Do you know Jesus? One in a danger. Hey, yo, I'm more than a manger. Three wise men and some gifts. Check it. I'm the answer for crooked politics in the stick of kids. I'm everywhere and everything, but few of y'all acknowledge me. Your college degree done swore your head, nigga, too smart to follow this me. This be a prophecy. One more order, no more cashing all right that was Corey red and precise resistance is futile uh -huh. here's mob deep shook ones 
Oh, come on. How you <laughs> Safeguard of my life. Oh, Ain't no God. time for hesitation. The only leads to incarceration. You don't know me. There's no relation. Queens, red gems, you don't play. I don't got time for your petty thinking mind, son. I'm bigger than those. Claiming that you pack heat, but you're scared to hold. And with the smoke clears, you be left with one of your 13 years in the projects. My mentality is what, kid? You talk a good one, but you don't want it. Sometimes I wonder, do I deserve to live? Or am I going to burn the hell for all the things I did? Mmm. Mm. Shook Ones, Mob Deep. Shook Ones Part 2, Mob Deep, Resistance is Futile, Koi Red and Precise. You always got that toss. You get yeah, one toss. Remember that? Yeah. Are we just going by the bars? Are we, are we factoring in the beat? Or like, what is- so, so Line for Line has evolved into, you're basically a radio, um, um, what's it called? People that green light songs on the radio. Yeah. And um, you get these okay. two songs at the same time. I got you. You okay. can only play one. Oh my goodness, man! I mean, so that, that's everything. That's the music. Right. That's the rap and everything. All right, so let me say this. So for the same reason that I gave Mob Deep the nod last time, I got. I also got to look at, at uh, what Precise was doing on that track. Just knowing how he generally flowed, he definitely switched it up. It was kind of like a more alliteration type, fluid type of a joint, which is different for him. And I think it fit with that track. So for the same reason, I gave Mob Deep. The night last time, I want to give <laughs> precise this joint, but man, I mean, dog, Shook Ones too is like one of the hardest beats of all time, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's literally like honestly, I put that joint like Timeless. top five, yeah, top ten. Yeah. So even though I think that it's just bar for bar, I w- I would definitely go, you know, with, with uh with precise in that joint, but man. The beat evens it out for me, so I, I'm I got to use my pass on this one. I, I got to use my you pass on toss. that one. That, you use your toss yeah, right I'm here. Use my toss. Now, if, if you don't right. mind, because you asked me about as far as uh, like the content, what people were saying, I thought it was interesting. At the end, my uh, dude from Mob Deep was like, "Yo, he's basically like reflecting. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna go to hell for this." You know what I'm saying, which I think yeah. is very interesting. Very you know what I'm saying? Very introspective, and and I do think that that's where again there are certain like issues and, and aspects of the human experience that are common to everybody that we're all seeking answers for one of them being moral guilt right mm. and so now if you're an atheist you don't really have a response to that because whatever you're guilty for is just there's nobody above you there's you know this this life is all you get so right. it really doesn't matter what you do you do whatever technically right. you don't really have a grant for morality which is actually something i talked about in my chapter um black atheism but aside from that um, yeah, obviously the biblical worldview, I would say, gives a better response to the very real aspect of the human experience of moral guilt. The biblical worldview gives a response to that because obviously in the cross you have redemption, you know what I'm saying? Whereas I think, you know, committicism, I got a, a show on that on my channel. Where I don't think you can give a really good account for responding to moral guilt. And quite frankly, even most, the vast majority of versions of Hebrew originalism, I think, uh, cannot give as adequate a response to the issue of moral guilt as um, Orthodox Christianity. And I say yeah. that because I don't believe that they have a sound and moral foundation, particularly those who don't subscribe to the Trinity. So yeah, yeah I would just throw that in there, yeah. No, that's great, that's great. Uh, Jeremiah, send me that beat. I might have to bring uh, Freedom Sessions back. <laughs> From, uh, you know what yeah, made man. that beat popular? Eminem. It's so good, man. Oh, what Eminem made that beat popular because oh, of- Oh, that's in the Oh, that's in yeah, the movie. because it was in the- That's in the yeah, movie. Yeah, man. 
man. Like, yeah, that's an eight mile one. He just destroyed Papa oh, Doc. It's like when, when the beat comes on, you feel like you either want to battle somebody or, yeah. or go rob somebody or something like that. It's yeah. just like it's just and, like yeah. it's just it's just, it just that was that's why that beat is so popular. And that man. was a legendary it's true, man. tactic. Yeah. That was a legendary tactic in that movie of I'm gonna make fun of myself. So now your verse is gonna sound whack. That right, right, right. That's what it was. And I just recently heard that. That's crazy. Okay, yeah, send me that beat. <laughs> I got a, I got shook ones on it. Uh, I don't want to go against resistance to the time. I hate when I create stuff and like now I gotta choose. <laughs> you gotta um, choose. Hmm. Because resistance to futile is fire. It's so many. Edge honestly, I, I, shout out to Prophet Josiah. He's like, you should play Koi Red parts. But it's so much stuff that Precise say in it too. It's like the dopest going back and They're forth really good. on that, that tough, one yo. song, man. These like, are tough, man. Yeah. yeah, he got so many. I could have chose so many parts when I was like dissecting it, man. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Um. God, but shook ones is just. Dun, dun, dun. And plus, he's in character too. Like he, he's speaking like you know from yeah. a character. Well, obviously, God. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that this, the artistry there is yeah, tough. Yeah, it's, it's just it's so tough. dope, man. Yeah, it's so dope, man. I don't want to use my toss because I know it's coming. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I, I didn't use mine now. Scram! I'm be scrambling. <laughs> I know it's coming. Um, I, I would say shook ones. I give it the shook ones. The beat is too good. I, I don't. I uh, and he killed it too. It yeah. wasn't like he slapped I mean, yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. The flow, the flow was ill. Yeah, it, it matched the beat. It's, it ain't nothing you can do with that, Jay. Man, it's tough. Somebody said Black Captain America got watched on this beat. <laughs> Oh, was that him? Oh, that was him. Anthony Mackie. Oh, snap. Oh, that's funny. I totally forgot that. <laughs> he probably want people to like come up to him like Black Captain America, right? Not Papa Doc. Not Papa Doc. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Mackie. Yo, All right, man. So it's a 3 0 round, which puts Mob Deep with two points on the board. All right, we're going to get to round three. We're going to start off with Mob Deep first this time because we started off with Corey Random. Last time, this is called Survival of the Fittest. Let's go. Man. There's a war going on outside. No man is safe from. You could run, but you can't hide forever from these streets that we done took. You walking with your head down, scared to look. You shook, cause ain't no such things as halfway crooks. They never around when the beef cooks in my part of town. It's similar to Vietnam. Now we all grown up and old and be on the cops control. They better have a riot gear ready. Trying to back me and get rock steady. By the Mac one double, I touch you and leave you with not much to go. Oh, All right, that was Mob D. <laughs> Survival of the fittest. That'd this is Corey Redding Precise. Let okay. there be light. Shots up in heaven, 1988. I'm in the earth, stuck in the curse. The streets was crazy. Every week a thug in the hearse. Went to job called Delaware Valley. They kicked me out. Went to my mom's house. She kicked me out. My aunt's house. She kicked me out. F the world. I'm hustling. But I'm small time. Selling crack all day. Sniffing coke all night. Alcohol and numb the pain. Claiming that I love the game. How I'm living soon. I catch a slug in the brain. I was foul and perverted. I rooted for the bad guys and cheered when the cop got murdered. Now I'm 19. 1989, my man Dre kept the full fight. All right, let's mm. precise. Let there be light versus Mob Deep, survival of the fittest. Who y'all going with? Man, man, man. Adam. Dang, man. See, survival of the fittest, another one of them ones, man. That that beat is, is crazy, dog. Yeah. That beat is crazy. But I will say this, like, so the beat is crazy. I don't think it really outweighs uh the Corey Red joint, like as much as like the shook ones did, like in the last round. Yeah. 
I think that Corey Red, he had more like kind of internal patterns, I'm saying, in his rhyme scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, you know, on the, the Mob D journey, you know, he, I mean, he spit it, but I do think I'm going to give Corey Red, Red and Precise the edge on this one because of the, the uh, I think he had more going on with the rhyme scheme and he's telling a story in the midst of that. So I think from an NCN standpoint, I think I'm going to give the edge to Corey Red and Precise on this one. Yeah. Shantana. I mean, if Shook Ones was one of the greatest beats of all time, that one's close. Yeah, it's close, yeah. That one's it close, is. man. And I think is. this is making me realize how I think we underappreciated Mob Deep. <laughs> these, are, these are really good. I mean, it's a banger, man. I mean, yeah. it's a real banger, Joe. I think they majority of their stuff was produced by Havoc. The dude in the group. Havoc I was think. not playing on them beats, yeah. so. though. He, he, he was not playing around, stuff. bro. Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah. I got Mob on that one. I apologize. Yeah, mob. I ain't gonna front. That let there be light is a sample too. It's a sample of that. That sounds like yeah. Untouchables, the movie mm-hmm. Untouchables. Like, guess, mm-hmm. like they, they chopped that up. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Corey Ray Precise by the Edge. By the Edge, I like Survival of the Fittest, but it, it going back to kind of what you said, Adam. It's like it's almost like they made music that they knew people was going to listen to it, go rob somebody or do some type of criminal. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. That's what it felt right. like. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know. <laughs> like it's almost like Nas, New York State of Mind beat, right? When oh, you hear yeah, that yeah, beat, yeah, yeah. it feels like you're in 1994, 93, New York. New York. On a train like, about to yeah. go beat something popping. Right. But right. Um, yeah, I'm going with Let There Be Light. You know what's funny? Man. Actually, those last, the survival of the fittest and shook ones, like if, if I'm riding down the street, and I'm listening to like one of those YouTube videos is like bashing Christianity. And I'm like about to go like write a script for one of my videos to do a response. Like I'll put on those beats like that to get in that battle. My, I'm for real. Like, I really do. Like I'll be sitting, I'll be riding around listening to the Shook ones and, just, and like those two, Survival of the Fittest. And there's a couple other joints that just put me in that mode where I'm like, yeah, this YouTuber about to get this work. And I, and I go back to the lab. That, that's, that's, that's real rap. That's real rap. That's so, I mean, them joints is classic, man. Them joints is classic, bro. All right, Corey Red and Precise is on the board with one. They took round three. So um, it's 2-1, still Mob D. We're about to get to round four. Here we go. We're going to start off with, um, um, I think we start off with, yeah. We're going to start off with Corey Red and Precise this time. Q&A. Here we go. Was I born here? And why you feel like I don't belong here? What's wrong here? Rumor has it that when I was a lad, my biological dad threw me down the stairs. Why was he mad? Why do I feel mad, depressed? Only release stress after a bunch of Heineken, rough sex, and cigarettes. Why am I dead, bro? While them cats rock jewels, why is it wrong with my squad? Do God show me the rules of getting sex is wrong? Why does it feel so good? Why is it wrong anyway? I thought you gave us his to play. Why do I pray and you don't answer? Why am I so skinny? Why did grandmoms die from cancer? All that many roads. Hmm. All right, that was Corey Ray and Precise with Q&A. This is Mob D with Temperature Rising. Here we go. Walk around trying to be your clone. They really fear you. When you was at home, it was pale. That's why they want to see you either dead or in jail. By the time you hear this rhyme, you probably be locked up. Tried to hide somewhere alone, the lines of plants slipped out. Got caught up in a crime that you can't take back. Reminiscing how I used to pick you up in the act. Years ago when we was younger, seemed the hood took us under very deep. Wondering who snitching got me losing lots of sleep at night. You know my mouth is tight. I never sang to the cops because they ain't right. Sometimes right. I str- oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was the, that was the track. My bad. Well, that, that was the end? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I, uh, yeah. All right, so that was Temperature Rising, Mob D versus Q&A, Corey Red and Precise. Who y'all like? And um, Kodrick, that was produced by Q-Tip. 
So that's why it sounds like a drop couple. That sounds right. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Now, th- this one probably is the clearest for me. Th- I'm going with Corey Ray and Precise on this one. You know what I'm saying? This is this okay. probably for me the clearest between the two. I felt like, you know, the flow was better. Um, I felt like, I mean, the beat was cold. The beat was cold. You know what I'm saying? You, they was div- digging in their Havoc bag on that one. You know, it sounds kind of kind of yeah. similar. So I'm going to definitely go with Corey Ray and Precise. Interesting enough, man. It's it's funny. And actually, I said this on Instagram. I think I was I was uh, messaging, um, interacting with Mac the Dulos. And like in terms of what I'm doing now with urban apologetics, I feel like it's a, a product of the CHH movement because I remember mm-hmm. back when I was in college listening to this joint with um, you know Corey Brett and Precise, and they were they're literally touching on. Like, I don't think people realize like the depth there. Like they're they're literally touching on philosophical issues when it comes to the problem of evil, when it comes to issues of morality that even your your greatest Christian philosophers wrestle with. You know what I'm saying? And so. When I wrote this chapter, I keep I keep plugging the book, man. When I wrote the chapter, Urban Apologetics, Restoring Black Dignity with the Gospel, seriously, bro, like I'm like half of that chapter is dedicated to dealing with the kinds of moral stuff that uh, Precise was bringing up in that verse, man. And wow, so cats cool. really need to appreciate what, you know, Corey Red and Precise and a lot of our guys, you know what I'm saying, have been bringing up. But I feel like this book and what I do now is really an outworking of the CHH movement. You know what I'm saying? Um, in terms of what was invested in me and we're just bringing it a different way. That's yeah, awesome. especially That's cross cool. movement. Being oh, of course, huge, of course. Like, apologetics and their music. Absolutely. So, who you got, man? I got Corey Red and Precise on that one. Okay, cool. Yeah, the Mob Deep didn't have the beat advantage on that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, Q-tip, Q-tip messed them up, man. I know. <laughs> it just, it just didn't sound like it didn't sound like it sounded like more like what Q-tip and them did, and they did that sound yeah. better, I think. Got yeah, you. Yeah. I see what you mean. Um, I like that though. The beat Bob to me. I don't know why. So I'm gonna go with Bob on that one. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, 10 seconds demo said okay so we about to get it Corey Ripset Corey Corey ran precise online so they tied it up it's 2-2 two, two now oh wow okay they took them the bucks last and two signs. bucks and getting sun. tight <laughs> bucks and sun. all right here we go this bucks is um, sun, this is round five we're gonna start off with um Mob deep first, hell on earth. Here we go. Oh my god. We rep the QBC. We can prep yours. This is all love. Millie stacked down. Heavily guarded by hollow tips. Slug, then crack down. I want to be thugs. Adapt the gas sound and bow down. Slow the up, up. See how I'm found now. Articulate. Hitting body parts to start shit. Never hesitate. It's the rap game unlimited. Sign my roster. We can do this. Forever infinite. Then reminisce. 20 years later, how we was getting it. Either with me. Go against the grain. You better hit me. Legging me. You're robbing me. To get better body me. Because it's a small. All right, that was Hell on Earth by Mob Deep. This is Corey Rand Precise bumping the night. Christ the answer for Satan making you blind, wasting your time. Maybe I'm just wasting my rhyme. I seen women sell their daughters for crack. I watch cats rob thugs and they ain't even have no slugs in their gap. I seen guns go off and guns buzz back. I seen things cook coke on the stove and make it come back. I know brothers lost their life over dice. I watch others go to jail while their man was home banging their wife. I seen brothers from the same mother go to war with each other. Believe it or not, I know a brother sold drugs to his mother. I watch rap change 88 summer. All right, that was Bumping the Night by Koi Ram Precise versus Mob Deep's Hell on Earth. Who y'all got? Ah, oh, man. Heck on it, man. 
I gotta, I gotta go with Mob again, bro. Hey, <laughs> man, I, I don't want to do it, bro. I don't, I don't. Man, I, I love Corey Ray and Precise, man. They got so many, I, there's so much nostalgia, and I mean, he does so much for the game. But that going, man, that that Hell on Earth, that the instrumental, that's another one of them ones, man. And I, I feel like you know he really came off on it. I mean, MCing it was about even to me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I felt like they both had bars, so I don't, I don't think it's like really an edge like that. But it's, it's just hard to go against that, uh, that daggone Hell on Earth, man. I, I gotta go. I gotta go with Mob, man. Dang. Who you going with, Sean? I'm gonna toss that one. Toss. Okay. Toss okay. it up. Sean with toss. I need uh, you to I'm ride. I need with... you to ride with Corey Red Precise, and I need you to bounce me out. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. I actually gonna go. Okay. I think, cool. I, cool. Cool. I, Corey Red versus immaculate on that song. It was um, tough. Price yeah. says, dude, but I'm gonna go with bumping that night. Great job. Yeah. So it's one one. It's up to the. It's up to the. It's up to the um, live chat to see what they got, man. Let's see what they gonna go. Let's see, da- Damo, is that the is that Corey Red and Precise online? Cause you just said Corey Red and Precise. Is that it? I think so. I don't want to make a judgment call too easy. Wow, it looked like yeah. I think it might be. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, Corey Red Precise. So, oh, they came back. Oh, it's snap. 3-2. Oh, Corey snap. Red Precise came back. All right, here's round six. Here we go. We're going to start off with, um, who we start off? Oh, we're going to start off with Corey Red Precise, the Matrix joint. Here we go. Oh, okay. The ladies look good, but a godly woman is gorgeous. If I could leave a legacy, Lord, let them remember me for preaching in the Holy Ghost, not positive, positive energy. energy. I'm off of this hill metamorphosis. Jesus the Christ, snatching your soul out the ghost orphanage. Been waiting for a long time in the brick oven, just waiting to spit, cousin. Christ crucified, and the second coming, accepted or rejected. Y'all know he was here. Crystal clear, repent, the end of the planet is near. And yo, the Holy Ghost rocks me, like Japanese sake. Some say I speak cocky, I just know they God got me. What, mm. what, was, what was that mm. sample? What was the sample? I don't know if that's sample. I think that was a, just instrumentation. No, I, I've heard that before. All right, that was Corey Red and Precise, the Matrix joint. His mob deep, quiet storm. Oh, come P Rock, 40 inch cables, drinking white label. My chain hang down on my, my piece bang glass tables. Diamonds and before the fame do like me, ho. Are you the same too? Going through the emotions, a holding long down my pants, leg limping. Killer B, you still living? Even my pops too. He taught me how to when I was seven. I used to crazy. I couldn't even look because the loud sound used to scare me. I love my pops for that. I love my black. I take the life of anybody trying to change what's. Li- I quiet storm mob. That might be up in the top beats too. Corey Red yeah, and got three, three of the best beats. Crazy, dog. That's three of the greatest beats of all time. <laughs> hey, you know what though? Hey, man, when you first said Quiet Storm, I was like, oh no, it's, it's about to be a rap. You know what I mean? I, I thought that I was gonna have to give it to Mob, but the, honestly though, I just listening to the lyrics, I think I gotta go with, go with Corey Red and Precise, man. I, mm. Like lyrically, I, I feel like Precise. I, I love his delivery. I love his energy. I felt like he he um, like he spoke to the track. And it did like he was carrying the track. Not to say, I mean, the track was definitely dope, but I felt like the Quiet Storm joint, like he was being carried by the beat, you know what mm. I'm saying? As opposed to him, like, really being present on it. And I, I feel like, eh, yeah, I, I gotta get the edge of Corey Brand Precise. I feel like MC to MC, I think Precise got him on that joint. I think Precise got him on that joint. So I'm, I'm gonna go with Corey Brand Precise. Shantana. 
Mob, Mob. right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Quiet Storm, so yeah. <laughs> but lyrically, he won't really. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. He could have done. He could have. He could have sounded like Eminem on that joint. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I'm going with um Mob. I'm going with Quiet Storm. I mean, I love the Matrix joints. And maybe I should have used Corey Rivers because Corey Rivers is crazy that on that too? too. Yeah, yeah. I think he did. Man, why are we talking about that dude? <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, Havoc. I, I feel like, like Havoc was doing more of the work than the than, gems, uh, the boy, gems man. Like, this you know, guy produced is amazing. I prodigy was nasty though. Probably, mob online, probably, so that yeah. means Mob D took that round. We have a three and three round. Uh oh! Oh snap! So you have to so be do part we, of the universe. We're gonna do round no. seven here, or we is, gonna, a, is it lightning round, or we? So we got a round seven. Make sure you go join the Track Stars universe if you want to see round seven. We will be jumping off to do that. I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, B, uh, DJ B Plus man. He started a prayer calendar for CHH. And yeah. Today is our day, and Jeremiah was asking earlier. Like he asked, um, he said, "Please let us know how we can be praying for you and your families." And I, you know, I was setting up, so I couldn't do it. So let's just do it now. Like, what, what do you think that um, Track Stars needs prayer for? That the community could pray for us for. What do you think, Jeremiah? Um, of course, us doing this full time will be one prayer. Um, praying for our um, our families. Um, also praying for financial gain, honestly, because um, it takes a lot to do all this. Um, also praying that God would um, get us have us we, we we that we won't rush what god is doing in our lives because i think at times we feel so jumpy like yo god what are we gonna do to do this and really trust him in his timing um what else sean what else did i miss pray, anything pray for or? jeremiah's movie i mean that, <laughs> i'm serious yeah. man that's a big deal um pray for our team there's, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that you guys don't get to see every week that help make this possible um, a lot of people on a Thursday night call. There's a lot of people that aren't even on the Thursday night call that help. You know, there's people doing yeah. graphics for us. There's people uh, making beats. There's these instrumentals that you're hearing. Mike Sarge made this one. Yes, yeah, Mike uh, Sarge. Like Shout there's um, there's a lot of people that come together to make this possible. So we just pray for everybody involved. There's there's a lot of people that for some reason believe me and Ryan and Jeremiah and the vision that we have. And they spent a lot of time working to help us get to that vision. And I thank God for them. Um, so please pray for them because, um, yeah, for some reason, they, 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 they hear us and they listen to us and they, they, yeah. they support what we're doing. And um, you wouldn't see a lot of this stuff without them. The writing team, um, the salespeople, the people who work on social media like Crispy and Ashley. Like there's so many people that make this thing go. Um, that's why I want to see all of them get rewarded um, for their for their work. Um, so that's why we're asking people to support. That's why we're asking people to become affiliates. That's why we're asking people to join the universe. All that stuff is just to support this team and all and the future people that are going to be joining this team as we try to build something that can really compete with the big dogs in mainstream. So we can get quality content out that has a heart of God in it um, that we don't have to we have to we don't have to compromise to get jeremiah's movie out we were able to make that exactly the way we wanted um we had to Thanks. you know we used our own equipment you know stuff that over over the last 15 years i was blessed to be able to get a camera that was able to shoot a film like that and have it look like a movie quality like that's that's because of you guys um praying for us and, and supporting us financially so we appreciate you guys for that 
And while we're here, so so that's the I can't put all that in a tweet, uh, B plus. So <laughs> just run with that. Um, <laughs> but uh, Adam, man, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, man. And for Ryan, absolutely, man. Appreciate y'all having me, man. Had a blast, bro. Had a blast. Absolutely, yeah. man. Um, again. We're about to do round seven, so stay tuned for the people who are on the official universe. If you're if you're like an official universe member, but you hang out with us on YouTube, go switch over to the official universe. We're about to switch over and figure out who wins this epic epic battle. This is this is one for the ages, man. This is one yeah, for the ages. yeah. And of course, yeah. if if you join the universe like next week or whatever, you'll be able to see the recording of who won, so you'll be able to see it. So anyway. Thank you guys for everything. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see who wins. I'm just trying to wrap up. Um, you in the field with the track stars, Ryan Wright, Shantana, DJ Jeremiah. Let's go. Now, I'm in the field with track stars right now. I had a blessed time. Hopefully, you guys are listening. If you're not, then you're losing. Until next time.